proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix and ready to go today. Interns helping out today, Hobie One Franobi, Runny the Pooh, and High Stepper. All here today, knocking out a degree in common sense. And it truly has become a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us and being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Is it Cristobal? Is that what this uh, thing Rick is? Is that what it's called? Yeah. These, yeah. Names, these names. He's a man with a big weather plan. <laughs> He's a mighty James fan. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a main weatherman. He's a mighty James fan. Hello, James Spann. Uh, we have the tropical storm. Cristobal? You know, I, I've heard at least 10 different pronunciations of Antifa? this thing. Antifa? Antifa? Cristobal, you know, we'll just call it the sea storm. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. What, what are we going to have for Dolly? Dolly. Okay, so we can handle that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, Spam, that discussion. I want yeah. you to know that uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, that I went to, I went don't to send it down the tubes already. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're hanging well, out. Well, hello. Dolly, we uh, I, we went to the Gulf Coast this weekend, following your instruction, saying that you know, look, if you're and you and I, uh, span, we're the same on our beach experience. I, I I couldn't care less if one day has some rain and I'm I've got it like a locket out on the deck of where I'm staying, watching it rain, looking at the Gulf of Mexico and eating delicious seafood. Um, that is perfectly fine with me. Uh, but we 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 just as you said, we had we had good moments. We had some really rough moments. Uh, but I will tell you this, I think the thing that was most amazing is how quick it can change. We arrived on Friday, and on Friday it really was just like any trip to the Gulf of Mexico. I was on the panhandle of Florida uh, there along 30A, and, uh, and it looked normal. I mean, I, you can see pictures that I have. You know, we did the sunset, and it was, it was clear, and it was beautiful, and the water looked relatively calm. And, buddy, we got up on Saturday, and, uh, and, and that the Gulf of Mexico – looked like it was it was out for blood. I mean, it, it was nasty and churning. And at one point in the middle of the day, the tide came all the way up to where there was no there was no dry sand. It went all the way up to the to the dunes. Of course, you know, vacationers, they are savvy. Hmm. You know those big boxes where the the, the people that do the beach services yeah, keep yeah. all their stuff in it? People were laying on top of them, yeah. laying out in the sun as the water was hitting the bottom of those boxes. And <laughs> I gotta thought, do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to so do. So how, how much higher was the water, Rick, just from well, a storm well, surge? Well, put it this way. Normally, you know, you go out to the beach where I'm at, and you've got, what, span? I don't know. You've got yards and yards and yards of beach all the way down to the water. Now, I mean, picture you looking at whatever beach you normally go to on the panhandle, and there being every bit of it is water. James, what all are you showing? Up, What's the numbers? All show? the way up to the dunes. The, the, the surge, technically the surge was about one to three feet, but that's going to push yeah. water right up to the dunes. The beach basically disappears. Yep. So, you know, like you say, you just they, – they'll be creative. They'll get out there and they'll get in the sun. But it seemed to me, Rick, that most people were – uh, you know, heating the double red flags. I didn't yeah. see a lot of people in the water from the pictures. I well, saw. you have your surfers, you know, you have your surfers. Uh, they, they yeah. think this is their time to burn. Oh yeah. But, yeah, but, you, waited on but let's thing. be honest. Usually if you're a, if you're a Gulf of Mexico surfer, you're probably not elite. Uh, you know, you're, you, most of those guys are found on the, where the Pacific ocean and, but, but, you know, but they, some of them were out there trying and they, they scared me to death. Cause I thought, man, if one of these guys, but they're really good swimmers, I may have saw three of those. 
And then I saw one guy that I, I think got the Nimrod Award for the weekend who tried to walk out in it. I'm talking about at its peak. Now, it may get worse. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the peak when I was there. And he tried to walk out in the water to cast and to fish. Um, and, and the water was just knocking him down. And his buddies were kept saying, further, further. And I finally screamed, <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> I mean, what, what fish are you going to catch? <clears throat> it's not worth it. And uh, so finally, you know, they, he, he just turned around and said, this is impossible. I can't do this. <laughs> and I was afraid, you know, when you've got a fishing shirt on and some shorts and a rod, you're not ready to be sucked out to sea Mm-mm. or out to the Gulf. And so he finally gave it up. But you're right. Most people did behave. Uh, and the lifeguards, they were doing the point where they said they would not allow you, especially children, to even be on the wet sand. I mean, if you got out there and let your kids let the water rush up to them, and get even get on their feet. They would say, "Hey, you need to back them out here because it could grab them." You know, it, when because sometimes you're just sitting there and you think it's just barely coming in, it'll come all the way to the dunes, wide open. Right. And uh, so they did a really good job of policing it. And most people, you're right, Span did do exactly what they were told. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of uh, the the weather events down there that I have yet to see in my life. Water spouts. Oh, I know. I man. saw all the pictures. You didn't get one of them. Uh, well, I wasn't there. I mean, I, I got plenty live. of pictures and videos. Okay, yeah. In fact, what I'm showing for those watching, this was taken from one of our meteorologists on the staff at the TV station, Taylor Serralo. This is Orange Beach, Alabama. Yeah. And that was yesterday afternoon. There was a really good one yesterday morning. Uh, this is the yeah, one at Gulf Shores. Too. That was a good that one. came in right there about seeing suds and in, in the hangout. And it was pretty impressive looking from from a distance, but as it hit the coast, it it dissipated like most of these things do. But I'm convinced, fellas, I'm the only person in the United States that has not seen one of these things with my eyes. You know, I, I but but James, you 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 don't you don't take much time off. You never go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, you're James, not going to see well, one. You're not going to see one in Hoover. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> that's so good. Well, James, I, I brought this up because you you know we just talked before I left. And I, you know, because some of us would just go to where you walk down to the beach and then get chairs up there and sit at that perch, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm sitting there with some people, and I said, "Did you know James Spann's never seen a water spout?" <laughs> and they said, "No." <laughs> and I said, "He's never seen one, not live." I said, "How about this? There's one thing that I can say about James Spann and his whole career as a meteorologist. I've seen more water spouts than he has live." And they looked at me and they said, "No way." <laughs> and I said, "I'm telling you, I, I said he's never seen one." You, so it, it really surprises people that you've never seen one. But I think Bubba's I, I, on I to need, something. I need, I need to get out more. I really do need to get out more. I think that's the problem. I just uh, and, and and again, yeah. one of the people I work with, she was down there and saw one yesterday. So. Yeah, James, they, they just don't form on the Cahaba River. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love the lilies, but you're not going to see one there. Yeah. No. So, so this thing is inland this morning is a depression. Yeah. Uh, tropical storm <laughs> Cristobal is now a depression that's inland over southwest Mississippi. And about the main problem today, and there's still some flooding issues inland over Mobile and Washington counties, Alabama, but the Gulf Coast is going to be much, much better today. Uh, the sun comes back and uh, just scattered showers. The problem we'll have today, it's for the possibility of isolated brief tornadoes on the east side of this thing. That would be Mississippi and parts of West Alabama. And this is not going to be a widespread major problem, but some of the storms that do form this afternoon could produce an isolated brief tornado. And here's the problem with these tropical systems. They're very low topped and they are literally under the radar. So a lot of times these brief tropical tornadoes can spin up and there's no warning. So if you are in Mississippi or West Alabama, just be 
weather aware this afternoon. And, and these are going to be small tornadoes, but listen, they're, they're, they're dangerous. So, and, and if there's a warning, kind of pay attention. And then it moves up into the Great Lakes and it's going to drag a cold front through the southern states. And if you're in the deep south, we're going to say the two words we never say this time of the year less humid by Thursday and Friday. How about Woo! that? How wow. about that? Wait, yeah. James, say that one more time. <laughs> Less humid and cooler nights. I mean, there's another yeah. two words we don't say. <laughs> so, it, it, oddly enough, Cristobal is, you know, is going to present some problems today for the southern states. But as it moves up into Canada, it will drag a cold front through here and give us a temporary break from the humidity later this weekend over the weekend, which will be nice and refreshing. But again, today, like one more word of warning here. Just be aware that these small, brief spin-up tornadoes can happen with no warning. You know, in the spring, those big ones, you can typically almost always get a warning, but today there might not be one. So just be How did Louisiana, I'm sorry, Jim, how did Louisiana fare? I know they had to declare a state of emergency at one point with the flooding. Or, did they come through it yeah, okay? There, there, were, there, was some, there was some coastal flooding, but uh, I saw no major issues. There were some minor issues, and it's the same for the Mississippi coast, the Alabama Gulf Coast. Everybody came through it, with the exception of some minor coastal flooding. It seems like everybody's fine there. It really, it really made for some really cool... I mean, you look at that thing and you realize, boy, it gets rowdy. You got to be real careful with that blue water. And uh, yep. but we'll talk about the weekend and kind of unpack it when we come back. It was uh, it was still good to be down there. And uh, I'll tell you how it is in Florida, who's kind of been the the lead example on COVID nineteen. Uh, James Ben, thanks a lot. Thank we'll, you, James. We'll be back. More Thanks Rick and Bubba day. coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba's show. We're back. So uh, we did uh, head it out this past weekend. Uh, it started out. It was going to be uh, one of the uh, conferences that I was going to be honored and fired up to speak to uh, uh, this year. And uh, it was so funny. Sherry and I were laughing about. Uh, you know, our original plan for 2020 was our spring. Sherry would be out of the country for almost a month. Uh, we would be kicking off all the gathering parts of the manchurch.com discipleship strategy. I would be traveling around speaking. The boys would be in college. They would be working. Sherry would be on the road. And it's like, it's like, this, like let's say, let's look at this right here. This is, this is the Burgess family's plans for spring and summer of 2020. <laughs> Let me tell you what God did to it. He just took it and said, uh, I'm going to wad that up and we're going to do something else. So there's been some good with that too. And uh, so we decided, because we already had a hotel room that I was supposed to be speaking somewhere this weekend, that we would just say, let's have a change of scenery. Let's go to the beach. And, of course, we speak, we picked the weekend of a tropical uh, storm. Uh, but we knew it wasn't going to be a washout. We still enjoy being down there. It's, it's fun to go. And uh, two of the boys were able to go with us. Uh, matter of fact, they're still there. Uh, they're coming back home today because they didn't have to come back home and go to work. Uh, so uh, so they, uh, we, we had a great time together as family. But, of course – you know, anytime we all we all go somewhere, there, there's going to be some some issues. But I want to show you this first. Look at the change in 24 hours. So here is Friday, right? Okay. Boys, now that that right. just looks like any any late, you know, early evening, late afternoon at the beach. So yeah. that's Friday. Now this is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Saturday we go from that scene to the water 
that's the raging gulf. Yeah. But then look at this next shot. You can see where the water comes up. You see that you, there is no dry sand at all because the water is coming all the way up to the dunes. Now, look, if you'll look. Oh, wow. See, that? that's coming all the way up to yeah. the dunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, there's no, there's no uh, there, there is no beach. So you can stay There's at no a, dry beach. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you if you sure. get a storm surge of two foot, that mm. goes a long way on the beach because it's flat. Oh. Yeah, because if you think yep. to yourself that what was funny, you you think about the guys like you go a lot of these different places you stay. We had never stayed at one of the hotels there. First time we ever done that. And so with the hotel, you know, I like a turnkey. You've got bikes. You've got a beach chair. You don't have to worry about all that's included in in your weekend. That's great. Well, if you go down there and there's no dry beach, guess what you don't have? There's no beach chairs because they can't put them anywhere. Uh, so so we ended up just kind of – it was so watching everybody. The funny thing was to watch beachgoers coming to the beach, and they've got their towels, and they've got their chairs, and they've, they've got their suntan lotion. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, what I've noticed – and, look, we've all lived this, guys. And I, I made I laughed about it because, you know, I, we all remember the little kid years. And this area that we stay is very family-oriented. There's tons of kids, tons. So, anyway – Watching these dads, because I remember, have you ever noticed people will just hang anything on dad? Dad's a pack mule. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dad, yeah. Look, and watching these poor I saw one dad one like time. like a hat rack. I looked at one dad one time, and he just looked at, we made eye contact, and he looked at me like, help me. Yeah. He went yeah. by, and he's dragging some kind of, he's dragging a wagon with a couple of kids in it. He's got, he's holding in his hands coolers. And all, and then one time I, I looked. His wife had just taken a beach chair and just hung it on him. It was like it was like hanging off his shoulder, you know. And I just said, "Man, it, well, you just turn into a pack mule, yeah. well, like a chirpa." But look, they they come down and yeah. then, they, then they realize you ha- you can't sit anywhere because they won't let you sit on that beach yeah. like that. You can walk, yeah. you know, but you still got to walk up high. And if you get too far down, they get on you again. See the guy, see the lifeguard walking right there mm-hmm. in the red. Mm-hmm. So he's telling people you can't only go so far down there. Yeah. Now, to me, you know, all that meant for me was what? All that meant for me is I'm just going to sit up here on this perch and look at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. but Absolutely. But if you're all into the – of course, like I said now, you know, the women are going to find a way to sun, so they just got up on top of all the different boxes that they keep the beach stuff in and just laid up on top of it. <laughs> oh, my. So they really did. That's, that's all you saw through there. <laughs> so anyway, so a couple of things I saw, too, a couple of observations that I made. First of all, and Greg, this is going to own you because I, I know you've probably already picked up on this. If you are – now, to keep in mind, I'm going to be very specific. I'm not talking about a young muscle couple. I'm talking about your older muscle couples. Oh, yeah. You know, we're a little older. They're like our age. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, but we're the muscle couple. You know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, my, my wife is a bodybuilder. I'm a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah. We're an yeah. official muscle couple. Yeah. And you see them at the beach every time we go, they, they don't wear a lot of clothing. No. no. Either, either, no. They got you off the muscle. Oh, they're hey, muscle couple. Either one Including of them. the old glutes. But here's, <laughs> but, but here's, but here's, what, here's what I'm wondering. By the, way, by the way, the fact that some people just walk around with their entire glute showing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, there's, there's people's rear end. Look at that. <laughs> with the string down the middle of it. String just but, makes but, up but anyway, <laughs> but here's what I've noticed. Is it standard if you're older muscle guy that you must have that mustache that uh, that the guy that the guy has on that TV show, you know, it's the gray mustache that comes all the way down. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You know, you're talking about uh, the uh, Fu Manchu uh, type look. Orange County Chopper. There That's you him. go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So if, you, if you're older muscle guy, does the Orange County Chopper mustache just come Absolutely. with it? Absolutely. I've never <laughs> this seen. This is gray as it can be. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen old muscle guy that doesn't have a mustache. Every, I, I saw multiple, and they all had that same mustache. Every one of them. Is that, is that, oh, yeah, I understand you're going to be an old muscle guy. Well, I'm, you, you got to go with this mustache. <laughs> and a lot of them don't have a lot of hair on top of no, no, yeah. yeah. So, so that, and I've noticed, <laughs> I, and like Bubba's talked about this for years. Regardless of body type, some people just think that the beach, ah, whatever. You know what? 
I'm I, here. I just, uh, you know, I never ever at any other place would I be in this two piece, but today it worked. <laughs> I'm wearing it because I'm at the beach. <laughs> I'm at the beach. You know, at the beach, people still see you. Yeah, they do. I mean, right. you know, they do. It's almost like people think at the beach that everybody's handed a pair of sunglasses that you can't see out of. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like here, I'll, I'll walk around. Now, look, I know I look ridiculous, but I'm at the beach. I really couldn't care less. So, so you have that. And some uh, of it is so bad that you wish that, like, there was a the men in black where they said, look right here and see the flash yeah, and you forget yeah. everything. Yeah. It's like, I wish I could just forget everything that I saw at the beach as I'm leaving the beach. Also, I had that uncomfortable. I'm having to have this conversation a lot with Sherry. Our sons are 21 and 19. They have their own room. They're here at the beach. Yes, it is official that you're picking up that they don't want to be with us. You are correct. Yeah, I just, I'm getting this feeling they don't want to hang out with us. I said, really? Is that just now hitting you? How many times do we got to talk about this? We go through this every time we visit them at college. We got to go right. look. They love us, but at 21 and 19, it's a different deal. Yeah. Sunday, because you know, we we could leave whenever we wanted to, because our rooms went all the way through through checkout today. Okay. Big love, who has no cooth on this whatsoever, none. So, uh, are you and mom? Are y'all about to go? Well, why does he keep asking us when we're leaving? Because he wants us to, Sherry. That's why. <laughs> I mean, they're, 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 don't y'all have to? Doesn't Dad have to work tomorrow? Yeah, baby. We don't have to check out, so we can really leave. We're probably gonna leave around three. Oh, oh, oh! I thought y'all probably leave after lunch. Why does he keep asking us that, Rick? Because he wants us to leave, Sherry. He's they're anticipating. Ready, they're ready for us to go because they know there's a certain amount of time they have to All spend right. with you right now. And, uh, and <laughs> they're they, trying to check that box yeah, and move on. Check. And, uh, yeah, what they're trying. They're, well, here's what they're asking. I stopped there. I said, "Hey, y'all, come, both of you, come here. Mm-hmm. Let me let you know something. As soon as we're done with lunch, you're done with us. You know, we may stay. You know, another couple hours or whatever, or walk around, see some shops. We may go down the beach again, but you're done with us. You don't have to give us any charity." You know, you know, none of that. We've had a good time. Mom's got her pictures. You know, she's got one she likes of the 500 we took. Okay. And so, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 so, so she's, true. she's found one. You know, she's done that thing. You know, how they take little fingers now. You know, but this is a new thing because it's our era of the phone because nobody uses cameras anymore. Mm-hmm. That what do they do? They take their fingers and go into the picture and they zoom pull, it. And yeah. they zoom it up to make their face run up to them so they can make sure they don't look stupid. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You know, and I love this. What am I doing with my hair? What am I doing with my hair? <laughs> Why didn't you say anything about my hair? Honey, it's a ponytail. What did I say about it? <laughs> What am I doing with my hair? What is that sticking up behind my head? Well, that's your ponytail because you're leaning up against one of your sons. It's pushed the ponytail. It looks like something sticking out of the top of my head. Well, yeah, it's a ponytail, honey. I mean, that's what they do. All right, when we come back, I'll talk about the really the Florida is schizophrenic right now on yeah. COVID 19. Did you notice that, Tim? Yep, I did. Yeah. And then I'll, something happened. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thank you for being with us. SimplySafeBubba.com has spent a decade, you know, fighting against you know the the old ways, the systems in the past. Oh man, uh, you know what the number one sign of, of a bad security system is? How complicated. So you ever, and I don't think they talk about this enough. I heard uh, Rush doing a commercial for him. He said the same thing. I agree. Is you know a lot, and you know this. I'm the king of this. I I, I am the you would you would go to the dictionary and find a picture of me. If something becomes too convoluted and complicated, you know I go yeah. I mean uh, you know these old security systems. Sometimes they were so so difficult. You you just ah forget it. What's odds? <laughs> what's odds of me being broken into? Right. So now with simplysafebubba.com, it's simple. It's easy to use, easy to install, but it also allows you uh, a you know the, the a way to customize it where it actually works. For the property that you're trying to protect, uh, and it's a lot less expensive. Uh, they monitor you for fifteen bucks a month. 
And as soon as you install it and she's rolling, you're twenty four seven. No salespeople, uh, no no uh, you know uh, installation crew, none of that you have to deal with. And you're not in any kind of contract. If you decide you don't want to do Simply Safe Bubba anymore, fine. Uh, but get yours right now by going to simplysafebubba.com, uh, and uh, they'll get it in the box to you. You install it, you're ready to go. And, of course, don't forget they have their uh, professional monitoring and emergency dispatch. And as I told you, about 50 cents a day. They also give you a 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you decide you don't like it, and we'll even get you free shipping if you go to simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so a quick trip to the beach this past weekend. So we were there. First of all, I want to talk about how Florida is involving COVID-19. And, and Speedy, you can back this up since you were there not long ago either. It really is just – I mean, you literally can go through five people, mm-hmm. and three of them are not concerned about it in the least, uh, and two, one of them will be somewhat concerned. The other one will be acting like it's the end of time. Yeah, and, and it's all the, over the room. And there's, yeah. and there's yeah. no consistency to it whatsoever. You know, you you have somebody wait on your table with a mask on. Next time, guy walks up, yeah, I had no mask. Mm-hmm. And so, and then some places seem to be working on the tables being far apart. Other places, yeah. And so it's uh, the big, be more dead on. <laughs> so what I what I noticed was you don't even know what to do with it. No. So I just said, you know what, we're gonna whatever environment we end up in. So I go into places on the beach, on the streets, bicycles. This, uh, the, the, you know, the, this is the thing here uh, uh, for for COVID nineteen. And you know how they they have letters on the different gates right. to get on the beach. Right. We would like for our residents that are staying in this particular location, the one we were in. We want you to enter by gate H, and we want you to exit by gate G. Okay. Well, that's just us. Are, is everybody? Are you telling everybody else this? Because guess what people do? You may have a gate that's your better gate, but people mm-hmm. might enter by any of the gates. Yeah. I look up, and Sherry's like, oh, wow, do we have to walk all the way down here a block to get on the beach? I said, well, apparently not if you look at gate G. Uh, I said, if you look at gate G, that's supposed to be the exit gate. There's people just rolling down it as hard as they can go. I said, you know what? We ain't going to play that game. I mean, if nobody's doing it, then what does it matter? Right. So uh, so we, uh, you know, it's, it's all just we prefer. But then mm-hmm. these are vacationers right. who are like, you know what? They're, we're doing the best we can with all this. And to tell you one thing you notice, people want to get out of their house. They got to. Got to. I asked them, I said, is the business down here booming now? They're like, oh, unbelievable. I mean, people are coming back just, just so ready to get here. So we start out, you know, the, the boys are trying to avoid mama's annual bike ride because they know <laughs> in two weeks, <laughs> in two weeks, we're actually going down to the beach for a week which leads to the funniest story of the weekend coming up here in just a the moment. The big family time. Yeah, the big family time. So we're just down there. So the boys are almost saying, Mama, don't do it to us this, this week. <laughs> just wait. Yeah, and what was beautiful, because the forecast was so unpredictable, it could be clear and dry one moment, raining the next. So I was able to use that about the bike ride that I wish I could have gone on. Man, I'll tell you okay. what, I was really, well, I've been working out yeah. on that Peloton. I was ready to take that bike all the way down from one end of 38 to the other. <laughs> I was going to do the whole run. Let her go. And, I, and then Sherry go, really? I said, but we can't. Look at that forecast. <laughs> can't get caught in the ring. Yeah, that's right. Man, I'll tell you. Might have would, a gust front coming through. If it wasn't for Kristen Bowl or whatever you call it, yep. I'd be rolling miles <laughs> on this thing. Maybe <laughs> even refer to some videos you've seen <laughs> of bikers being blown over by gust fronts yeah. coming through. <laughs> I'd love to do it, honey. Today, I mean, I'm ready. Peloton's got me ready. I could go the other end of this thing, but forecast. So uh, and I said and we, and we can't do it when the whole family comes down here because we can have responsibilities with other yeah. people and all that. Yeah, so so mom and dad are coming. Got to look mm-hmm. after them. But but anyway, <laughs> so so the boys they they literally did like a five minute bike ride. So finally, Sherry talked me into the first day. We made them actually get up and let's have breakfast at a time. 
And, of course, that, that was met with such boo-birds. Oh, I bet. And so the next day I said, I don't care when they get up. Let's just go do our own thing on, on Sunday. I said, and we will take a bike ride, but, but you know, we can't go as far. It's not going to forecast. <laughs> so keep in mind, I've been at the place where it's packed with people. Nobody has a mask on. Nobody's social distancing. Distancing. Nothing's going on. So then we start rolling you know, on the bikes. And, of course, then Sherry says, I really I, I need to go. I need. And this is when you know you've had children. I need to potty. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, honey, yeah. our kids, our youngest one's like 19. Yeah. We, we can drop the potty thing. You know what I mean? I need to potty. Uh, honey we don't have to say that anymore so so anyway so we see this place beautiful store there's nobody in it not one person except for the people who work there who are wearing masks two people in there were masks and it's a big place really big so uh so sherry rolls in and she talks to someone who was reasonable and they said well there's really nobody in here so yeah if if you if you're in trouble go ahead and use the bathroom that's fine well, then that goes to the little cute woman that everybody likes, and then Big Beard walks in. Uh-oh. And of course, I've been on the box. I'm sweating profusely. Uh, uh, you know, I look like I could be problematic. <laughs> you know, really, you want to go over behind the register? And yeah. Go, what's, this, this, what's this guy up to? Yeah. So I walk in like I'm going to do the same thing. Now, there's no one in the store. Okay. Mask guy comes after me. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, our bathrooms are not available. And I said, Oh, okay. I just. Uh, and then I thought, well, can I, I don't want those share gun to the bus. Yeah, you don't want. Them, or get yeah. the woman in trouble that let her go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, COVID scare. And, and he's like, Yes, we, this it's because of COVID, sir. Are you familiar with COVID? Yeah, yeah, I am. I said, I got to tell you about uh, about three miles where I just came from. Don't nobody care about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, and I said, so I got news for you. I know you're protecting this place that has nobody in it. You ought to see up there where people want to hang. Yeah, you know what I mean. I said, if I can, I got news for you, buddy. Me walking in here to this bathroom is meaningless, <laughs> meaningless. And I said, uh, so you think, you think one person going in there with nobody in here, problematic? That's our rule, sir. COVID nineteen. And I thought to myself, <laughs> you need to be somewhere else. You're in Florida, man. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean. I mean, do you, do you know what's going on here? Are you really going to stick by this right in here, try to sell all your products, your beachwear and all that in here? It's not going to work. You, you act like this. you know. No wonder you're empty. You know where people are going? To places that don't act like you. That's why you ain't got anybody in. No, I didn't say all this. Oh, you I just, didn't say No, I just, you're you know, just telling them off in your mind. Hey, my bad. My bad. You know what I mean? Hey, my bad. Sorry about that. Thank you with, with, your, with your COVID mask on. Mm-hmm. Thank you for keeping us straight. Appreciate you. No wonder nobody's here. And this is not the way you're going to sell product based on what everybody else is doing up and down 038. Yeah. So then we do a little ride. We get back. So we, we, we're going to go to our favorite restaurant in the whole wide world there. And so we love it every time. Now, it's, it's, it's from one end of this county road all the way to the other end. Well, where we're going to be in a couple of weeks is all the way to the other end of where we are. So I said, hey, we, we're not far from the house that we're renting for the extended family. Let's, let's take a look at it. We, we, we're finished eating. Let's just go take a look at it. Okay. Sherry's like, I, I don't know. But I said, we're just going to look at it. I want to know where it is. You know how we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to have my plan. I want to know where it is. I want to I know if it's complicated. I want to know the situation. I want to get a feel for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I got to know. I, gotta, <laughs> I, I, mean, I can't be this close to it and not check it out. Well, I want to go back up to one of the communities there. I'm like, honey, we have time. We're probably, look at, we're <laughs> 1.4 miles from it. Mm. And, so, and then we come out because of the rain and everything. She decides she's going to drive. I've been driving the whole time. So I'm like, I'm Googling. I said, here it is. Hey, we're not far. Keep, no, 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 no. Go left, go left, left, left. Go the other way. So we're going, and so we're going. 
And so it turns out that it's it's a driveway all the way up to the road we're on. I mean, that's the driveway to the house. You got to be looking 200, 250 feet, 300 feet, right here, right here. And so, so when she turns in, when you turn in, you don't think for a minute. Well, people are staking this, right? Okay, and one I th- way in. I thought we would be able to like be from afar, yeah. have uh-huh. a look at it. Oh, look at there. We're in there. We're in there. I mean, we're in the driveway. Okay, <laughs> and so I, I was like, okay, all right, okay. pull up behind their car. All right, I uh-huh. see. I see where it is too. I'll sit from the back. Uh, Mom and Dad, somebody's coming out. And I said, oh, honey, honey no. go ahead, go ahead and back us out of here. Mm. So she starts backing. Over. Yeah, I said, honey, honey, <laughs> honey, honey, back us out of here. Hey, honey, you all over this bush over here. You all over this bush. And, and she's like, well, if you would quit talking to me and quit hollering at me, I'm not hollering at you, honey. You're all over this bush. You're, you're knocking down a bush that is part of the landscaping here. Well, I pull up. Honey, use the camera. to Put the lines. Just line up the driveway. Will you quit hollering at me? I'm not mom. Mom, they're coming out. Bobby, they're hollering at us. Hey, hey. I said, honey, you've got to get out. I don't know whether we should flee or try to tell them we're no danger. Yeah. I'm getting out of here. Ooh, like a, so then she does a three turn, honey. You're now you're you're off. You're you're. She's getting now over you're the, driving through the front she's yard. Getting over, yeah. Honey, you are in the yard. Dad, people are hollering at us. This person is literally hollering. At us. Oh no! And I'm like, honey, then all of a sudden I'm like, just gun it. Just get out of here. Just get out of here, honey. Get out of here. Why are you turning? They're almost to the car now. Dad, this woman is honestly yelling at us. And I'm like, it's, hey, we're no danger. You don't know what to do. For so you didn't want to deal with them. You were just we're standing here next week. What I should have done is just got out and said, hey, we're, we're staying, lost. But I don't know. But you, you thought you could get out. You remember the Rick, great you, the Garnett don't story? Don't explain that much. Just say we're lost. Once he gets past a certain point. Yeah, you know the Garnett story like that time he hid from people coming in to look at his house when he was selling. He's like, yeah. once you're hid, you're, you've committed yeah. to the yeah. hiding. Yeah. Yeah. So once I, got it, once I got in the flea mode, yeah, so I want people to know if you saw – uh, a sweet lady with her very large bearded husband <laughs> and a small car coming in your driveway. We did we did tap one of the bushes and we did jump off in the landscaping in the yard for a minute. Hopefully in the rain we didn't make too big a mess. <laughs> no, and I doubt it. We were we were of no no danger. And uh, how long do you think it took us? Before I was spoken to again. Oh, Rick! If you, if, if you had if you hadn't just started uh, if you hadn't started hollering at me and getting on me and telling me what to do. Honey, I, I'm going to say Montgomery coming home. Yeah. <laughs> did y'all finally just throw gravel on him and get out yeah, of Yeah, we did. We just fled. <laughs> Stay in it, honey! There's, Dad, I really think you maybe should have talked to these people. They may be calling the police to us. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. All right, so I was going to show you something, Bubba, and I know you had a question that we'll tie to this past weekend as well. So, um, and we had a great time. Enjoyed the weekend. It was good to have a change of scenery and good to meet a lot of fans of the show down there and thank all of you for your kind words and support as well. So so I was, um, we were, I went into the bathroom of the room we were staying in and I noticed that there was you spend a, dir- a lot of time in the bathroom on your vacation. I do, <laughs> and I noticed there was a, dir- a direct TV remote right up there where you brush your teeth and everything. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, somebody who was in there before, some idiot, they didn't put the remote back where it goes, <clears> and it surely goes in here where the TV is in the room. <laughs> well, then when I get back to the room, I realize there's the remote right there. When I get back to the inside the room, I realize there's one of those inside the room by the TV in there as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. So I don't think anything about it. So, you know, we go and have breakfast with the boys. Well, of course, in their room, one of them says, Dad, did you notice there was a TV in the mirror? 
And I was like, a TV in the mirror. And, and I, they said, yeah. And I said, that's what the other remote is for? <laughs> yeah. I want you mirror. to look at this. Oh, oh cool. So, uh, so yeah. explain, oh, yeah. explain to me what function is that? I mean, why, okay, well, why, why, why would how am I am I getting the headlines of the day while I'm getting ready? Well, I, it looks like you can watch direct TV, right? Yeah. I okay. Mean, well, it, it would yeah, take the yeah. place of having a TV in the bathroom. Yeah, but I mean, what do I? What, what am I? Why do I watch TV in the bathroom? Well, I, I have a TV in the bathroom. Yeah, I listen to podcasts and when I'm in the shower and in yeah. the bathroom shaving. But, yeah. but on like this that. location, first of all, you couldn't be. You, what, what am I doing? Am I? Am I? If, I don't I, want to offend anyone. I, Rick, I can't be in the shower. A lot of people that. have TVs in their bathroom, Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, have, I, I've had one everywhere I live. Have you ever Except, wondered what takes your wife so long? It's like hours, or in, I mean, just hours, <laughs> and you're like, well, I, what goes on in there? You know, yeah, yeah. maybe it gives them a chance to watch TV while they're 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 doing their makeup yeah. and their hair. Well, or what I'm saying, but the location was more what I was. I do that, know, is, that is neat and different. No, for I do. Sure, I do but, know there's TVs in the yeah, bathroom. Yeah. I think y'all missed my point. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm talking just, about why, think why just, would it be right there? Because if I'm looking in the mirror to try to get myself ready, and there's a TV in the middle of what I'm doing, it, it just doesn't like a great location well, for it, it. It looks like you you can see around it. Yeah, uh, I think they're just trying to. You know, instead of having a TV hanging on the wall, just tie it all into Give one. Give you a look that experience. You can do your best of both worlds. Kind of like that mirror thing now that, will you know, is your workout buddy, yeah. you yeah. know, which is kind <laughs> oh, of yeah. scary to me a little bit. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. I've always wondered is, if there was a man in a mirror. Uh, yeah, I've I, I, I I never seen it. How about I like that? I've never yeah. either. Yeah, I, I, like thought you, I thought you like would like it. it yeah. But here's that the problem. Cool. I will tell you this, that. though. That'll solve several problems. I will tell you this. It's functionality. And it could have just been the remote and where they have the – Whatever the remote's trying to talk to, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it it didn't operate smooth. Did you hear it okay? You could hear it fine. Okay, but the uh, did it look all right once you got it on the channel? Did it look good? All I ever got, I never could get it to function good enough to put something up there other than the selection. Do you think you got the okay. remote controls mixed up or something? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I never because they're not marked. It'd be I just wanted to get a picture of that for y'all because I know yeah, y'all that like is, that's awesome. Yeah. I've never seen. How about that. I'm fired up about yeah. that? That's, big time. that's a step forward. Yeah, it is. It is. Where do you get those? Ads? <laughs> yeah, I need it. Yeah, the uh, the yeah, so do y'all watch the TV? Will we in the ever be able to go and do one? I don't have one in there now. If I if I if I had an extra TV, I you know. But what are you are you like are you like sitting down taking a deuce? Watching it could be well. It depends on the layout of your bathroom. Right. Say, you, if you you've been if you've been very strategic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Jacksonville, I had a TV in my bathroom, so I oh could God, watch it while I'm laying in the tub. Now, where it is now, picture it. Picture that. I wish he was picture one leg, leg out of it hanging yeah. upside. Yeah. I've got his belt. I got I the know, top of his belly out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The waves are, are sometimes cover the beach. <laughs> it's like a sandbar with a hole in it. Playing like cowboys and Indians. Yeah, yeah. The radio, I get. You're in there. You're listening. So, so like, I have one now that you can see from bathtub, shower, or I guess if you're sitting down, the door's open. But, uh, like, I'll get up in the morning, I'll flip it on, mute it, and I'll just notice the headlines as I'm yeah. getting ready. Yeah, okay. All right. And now, Betty keeps it on. And a lot of times, if, if it's during the day, so I can, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in there doing something, I'll, I'll have the volume up. Yeah. If there's something going on, I'm interested in. Yeah. Okay. Maybe sports, maybe news. Right. You know? Okay. I got you. I've never seen uh, it in the mirror, though. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah was, that's that, totally. That, yeah, that was my reason for that. Just yeah, the way they changer. did. Yeah. The way they did. Oh, didn't operate as smooth as they did. Didn't operate as smooth as they need to. Something was wrong with <laughs> the remote. Hold it up. Okay. I'm surprised it didn't have a touch screen on it too. So I know. I would have preferred that. Mm-hmm. The remote was awkward. 
but a touchscreen might would work great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you so don't mind your mirror having fingerprints. Yeah, <laughs> and I will tell you this, Bubba. You were going to ask me about it. I when yeah, you know, the Peloton. I, I want to know kind of. Let me tell you. You know, now that you're down the road, so to yeah. speak, how, are you using it? I know Sherry will, but are <laughs> oh, you? Oh yes, using it? yes, I am. And I will tell you. So the, how many how many times a week do you get on? Here's here's, here's, here's normally how and my. By the way, you got Betty wanting one. Hey, thanks. But the, anyway, well, let me tell you something. You better take a second job. <laughs> they are proud of them. Man, they're proud of them. I believe I'd rather have a TV in the mirror. Yeah, I think you. But anyway, the um, I what I do is I use the Peloton and what I call supplemental doing better. Mm-hmm. I have my my workouts that I do that is part of uh, where I go to Godspeed mm-hmm. and there's trainers and they have stuff that we're I, I just operate better that way. And that that's a that's a not speaking very well of me. If I don't have accountability, if I don't have somebody says this is what we're doing, yeah. I find myself giving myself a, probably a break before before somebody that's else enough. will. Yeah, that's good. So uh, I'm pretty big on taking a break. Yeah, yes, yes I'll do it. Yes, you, yes, I've noticed. But the uh, but the but the but the but no, just kidding. The the for me, it's supplemental. I probably like let's say I, I rarely ever work out more than three times a week because I'm old. Okay, and the doctor told me that's all we need anyway. <laughs> and so what I'll do, I might do two weeks at the gym, and then I'll do one day of the peloton, you know, or I may do two pelotons, one gym. Right. I kind of work it. So in when as, you as, say a, a peloton, what what all does that? I'll entail? do a thirty minute ride. Yeah. So is somebody talking to you? Oh that? yes, you Are heard you me standing up hollering yet? at you, buddy. Oh, yeah, but I what if I up. can I just ride without somebody talking to me or yelling at me? I, I got a feeling that ride you, won't go very well. Can you get on there and just ride? I mean, what if you just want you know to ride? what? I, I think Sherry. <laughs> you have they to don't have cut the towny version. Do you have to the cut the screen on yeah, so they can see and all that? I've noticed that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that Sherry said there are some in there where you're just on like a country road or something, yeah. and you just ride. Scenic I think so. Ride. Do you have to have something you're looking at? I mean, if it's on, can you just ride? Oh no, you can I mean, get on just like ride. a stationary. You can just get on and ride. Yeah, sure. Now the only problem is I'm trying to think because you have to. You know, you do the resistance. By the way, he's asking questions for him. Not Betty. Yeah, right. I, no, based just, off that question, because no way Betty wants just the scenic scenic route without I'm just, anybody. I'm just asking because I, yeah. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't I you, saw one one time, but I, I don't know anything. About it's uh, to me for us old too. It really helps our joints a lot because it, it's low impact. Yeah. You know, they, they they the way you put your feet in it, you lock into the pedals where it's just up and down, not out in front of you. You know, and I noticed, hey, it was life changing on my bike ride down can the road. Can you just really? watch TV changing. on it? Can you like put some TV <laughs> on it? get the Peloton. I just wondered. I don't, yeah. I got a screen. Why don't morning. you have Betty just contact Sherry? Because <laughs> I know what you're going to do. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Let's go. 26 years since 1994 and still rolling today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all in the mix as we start our hour. Interns, Hobie One, Fry, Nobi. Runny the Pooh and High Stepper. 
taking phone calls. Can't nobody outstep a high stepper. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Banging out a degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. More than ever. And put your hands together and welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. How you doing, buddy? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for another edition of the Rick and Bubba Experience. These are the days of America. Guys, I don't know. I know it's a bold statement. In my lifetime, I don't know that we it's in, been any more wacky than it is now. And, um, and some of our solutions to the problems, they defy, well, common sense and logic. Mm. You know, you realize now we're saying that the police are a problem, so we're going to defund it. When did a Democrat ever see a problem they thought money wasn't the answer? Yeah. <laughs> when, when did that ever happen? Yeah, you don't I hear that much. Democrats today. taught us if you got a problem, you throw money at it. You don't take well, it, it is tough to, and maybe if you're going to improve and do things different, usually you do invest, right? Right. Well, this makes no sense. You would think you'd go in there and see the problem, try to fix the problem, not shut the whole thing down, because I know that all kinds of people love to invest in communities that don't have any law enforcement. Yeah. So, yeah, it, what, yeah, what is their plan for listen, enforcement? I, I, you know, we've Standard all living, I bet that'll help it. Yeah. We've all watched the Minneapolis thing. I, that's uh, that's bizarro, really. I don't see. I, I'm. I'm I am waiting to hey, see how they're going to how they're going to handle this. Yeah, right. it's uh, social. Yeah, I say, give it a shot. Give yeah. it a shot. Happens. Let's see. see what I, I saw a lot of uh, people. Have at it. Some of it was on online. Some of it was different stories. I know one lady said that her uh, her husband uh, had beat her with a barbell, was holding a gun to her head, yep. and she's really glad that a social worker didn't show up. Yes, amen. And, uh, well, you know, uh, law enforcement's a lot like lawyers. You don't think much about them until you need one. Yeah. <laughs> right. you know, and when you need one. <laughs> you really need one. You're awful thankful they're yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, to each his own. But here's another thing we're going to do. To we make, get back Greg, to that. Let me tell you this. <laughs> we're about to solve all the world's problems. Because guess what we've done, Bubba? You want to tell us? Well, Rick, uh, Looney Tunes has announced that they will take the rifle away from Elmer Fudd and the pistol away from Yosemite Sam in future Looney Tune cartoons. Thank now, now, what is Yosemite Sam going to do when he does that fit? He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Starts shooting in there. What's he Bubba, supposed to do? Hey, Greg, let me tell you something. I don't know about Come you. On. I don't know about y'all. Maybe I'm the only one. And all the violence we've got going on in our fallen creation and the evil that's all in the world. Oh, yeah. Okay. For just a moment, I didn't know why I felt safer today. I didn't know what it was. And what it was, because I don't know about y'all, I live in fear of being shot by a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. I, I mean, that, that is, uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you something. I, I was afraid that I was going to be gunned down by Elmer Fudd or Yosemite Sam. Yeah. And thank goodness that may be off the table. And I was influenced by them in my life later to, yeah. to be a gun tower. But yet, sure. Rick, there seems, really to be, there seems to be a line here. They're still going to do cartoony violence, according to a producer. <laughs> cartoony violence, which I love. Uh, Who don't yeah. love cartoony violence? Did, did, hey, by the way, he, I, he said that type of humor had kind of been uh, grandfathered in. Oh, what in the world? What, what does that even mean? He told oh, the, the executive producer, told the New York Times, we're not doing guns, but we can do cartoony violence. TNT, the Acme stuff, all of that kind of stuff was grandfathered in. Do we still have bombs? I guess that's part of the TNT. Mm-hmm. How about that big TNT bomb? is a is an whoa, explosive whoa, whoa, isn't it? Whoa, that bone with a spring in it. Whoa, that Agme trick bone. <laughs> so here we go again. Here we go again. Whoa. This is the famous. This is the famous far far left way. Mm-hmm. The picking of winners and losers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because here's the deal: if they take out bombs 
And then someone says, you know, some of this stuff with cartoons and bombs may cause some of these bombers. <gasps> that might have a racial element. That's to true. It. Now, now we may say. be in something negative, and maybe somebody may say something about Islam. But so, so you just leave that alone, you know, because we pick and choose. Now, all these rednecks down there clinging to their guns, we got to do something about them. I tell you what'll solve it. If we take the gun out of Yosemite Sam on Elmer Fudd's hand, did you ever? I, listen, I remember being a stupid little kid. I didn't know anything. I didn't know jack. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't even. If, if, if somebody would have said you got to feed yourself today, I would have starved. Okay, I had no concept of how to do anything. I'm not even sure I knew my left and right hand, right. and I knew that Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam was a cartoon. Yeah, and I never ever watched and says, "Well, this must mean I can grab a gun and shoot people up." Like, wait a minute! <laughs> oh, no. Wait just a minute! You mean to tell me that cartoons ain't real? Huh? If we take cartoons out, do you think I might live in a safer society? All this is going on, maybe it's the cartoons! You think it might be cartoons? <laughs> How many generations have seen Looney Tunes? <laughs> Now, if, it, if it's, it's – let me ask now, you this. Look, video if games, the video game yeah. violence and all that. Well, we got – we ain't worried about that. Or look, all these movies where they just shoot them up, shoot them up, no. that doesn't affect no. you. But but Elmer Fudd does. Elmer Fudd. Of Listen, all I, I will. I will, look. You can have a discussion with me if you go. We got to take it out of movies. We got to take it out of video. Sure. At least we can sit down and have that conversation. Yeah. But this stuff like this is just ridiculous. It, Plus, look. The characters, it's always a violent confrontation. They're throwing each other off cliffs. They're yes. dropping bombs on each other. They're dropping anvils on each other's head, okay? Oh, yeah. I don't know how you say that somehow this is bad, but the other's grandfathered in. Well, and in this particular case, if you watch it, the man with the gun always loses. The, the rabbit's got the upper hand on yeah. it. And it's some it of the, never true. works out and, for Elmer Fudd. And, and Bubba, you told me some of the NRA people are people who – support the Second Amendment, say, really, they're depictions of people who are not responsible gun owners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody said, look, let's face it, uh, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, never really responsible gun owners anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> they haven't gone through the safety course. I, I mean, he did. never yeah. even shot a rascally wabbit. No, Rick, uh, the rabbit toyed with him. Oh, no, we even shot a rascally wabbit. All right, let's, go back to, let's go back to this for a minute, okay? To, to the point, oh, to the point. I cannot, to, Bubba, to what you said. <laughs> <laughs> we, be very, very well, quiet. Well, quiet. <laughs> let's go back well, to this again. Wabbit. Does anybody think this guy's a violent? Character? Well, let me ask you right, this. Is go- he going to continue to hunt the rabbit? What is he going to hunt it with? <laughs> I'm going to catch him at a snail. Well, let's go back to this. Yeah, y'all be them without being able to have a weapon. What is he going to use? <laughs> Who knows? He was no good with the weapon anyway. I know. He couldn't. He, couldn't he never killed any Stop game. whining. Let's go back to this. All right, let's go back. No, no. Listen, listen, listen Bub, to Bubba's point. Let me tell you Bubba's point. You can take your Looney Tunes uh, gun removal and cram it because until you're ready. So, wait a minute. Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam have, uh, play a bigger role in our violent community than Saul 6. No, no. <laughs> Saul 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And the movie is nothing about creative ways to torture and murder people. That stays. Yeah, but, right. hey, we let's get rid of Elmer Fudd and Yosemite <laughs> Sam. You, know, you go to the movies and it's just a bloodbath. That's fine. That doesn't affect you. Hey, we hey, got I'll video games where people learn how to shoot people, kill people. <laughs> that didn't have any effect on anybody. I tell you who we got to stop is Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. And Rick, hey, clearly, that's the least of our problem. And they ain't never killed anybody in their car. Rick, clearly the purge is not affecting anybody. <laughs> no, the purge. What a family movie. <laughs> what a fan. Who are we to judge? Hey, Joe. Joker, brilliant. brilliant. So, so, the, so Joker, Joker is about anarchy and just slaughtering people. Yeah, okay, yeah. and we give an award for that, but we're we're concerned 
about Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd's guns. you got to be kidding me. Only this lunatic world we're currently living in could have that kind of reasoning. Oh, yeah. That kind of logic. No wonder we're in the state we're in. We, we don't have it's a clue. Insane. <laughs> insane. We don't have a clue. None. Oh, gosh. Feel better? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I do. <laughs> You're right, Greg. It does make you feel better. Because yeah, really right then, if I could have... It's like, like a ride on the Peloton. I mean, yeah. you, you went from confused American into that. you got to feel good. Yeah. If you're going to do the Peloton, I'm telling you, you're gonna, trying to find these instructors the way they... they I don't think I I'm want that really. in the cusses at me. That's I don't, don't think you got to worry about it. No, I, I found the guy you want. 70s okay. mustache, and he sings with the music. <laughs> <laughs> That's your guy, by the way. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, 21 minutes past the hour. So, you know, we, we've still got the various protests going on. And, and, again, some of this I'm just trying to understand because I do want to understand. I want to learn. I want to talk. Of course, we can't have certain conversations. I'd like to have all-out conversations. Oh, but not allowed. But we're picking and choosing. But uh, you are to see me trying to figure out the the protests that are going on in other countries. Yeah, that makes sense. I tried, to, I tried to follow that, and I, I didn't quite – do they have problems they think with law enforcement in their country, or are they, they are protest. they protesting on behalf of the people of our country? I I, I couldn't I didn't follow the world protest. I well, I, I think in in some of these countries too, they you know they uh, some of the uh, African. Well, I guess you'd be you wouldn't be African American. You'd be if you're in France. What would you be? I don't know. You would just be uh, uh, discordant. Were you? Well, there, were you I, were let you me say this: there? there's some there's some people. Mm-hmm. And some of these other countries say they face the same issues, so they're you know. Oh, okay, okay, like okay, I got you. So it's so it's uh, we're we're all addressing it everywhere. Which you, you look, if there's a problem and it should be addressed, and I want to have this conversation, but we have to be allowed to have a full on comprehensive conversation if we want to make things better. Mm-hmm. If we want to, because we're not going <laughs> to fix the problem with the things we're doing now. Uh, like I said, I talked to. Um, you know, I told you guys uh, a, a number of uh, you know younger than us guys. And they are they are white guys, and they said where they're confused is they feel like they're being told to do something, but then to shut up. And they said, "Well, I can't speak to it and shut up at the same time." Yeah. Yeah. Th- those are do, do you want you know? So, and what that really means is you can talk, but you you say only what you're allowed to say. Yeah, here's the script. Yeah. So, so no, I'm talking about guys who really want to be part. Of, they want to make a difference. They want they right. want they want right. they want to be the generation that tries to eradicate all this dark stuff back from the civil rights movement and slavery and all that and they're like but we don't we don't know what our role is we're told right. to get involved but shut up get it don't get involved get involved stay out of this get involved and they said you know those two things are mutually exclusive which one is it mm-hmm. so anyway. I, I did see it, it was pretty funny of course it's it's you know so sensitive now and everything you can't say <laughs> oh, anything no. be no, taken you're, you're not allowed context, to say anything. but i did see one african-american man he was trying to be funny and he was he said uh, you know, we're out here to have a protest. He said, I, I can't even get in line for all the white people. I know. He said, even the white man stole my protest. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it was funny. Right. <laughs> well, so now we get into some of the protesters. They just – because what you've got now, you know how we say if, – if back in the day, Greg, when we used to cut up a little bit, we said be careful – on New Year's Eve, because that's Ooh. when the rookies are out. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And, and right. so and so the um, 
we now have people joining protests that you can tell they don't have any idea what they're doing. They, they just think that they should be part of it, and they don't know what to do. Right. Okay. They, they, and it is serious. But some no, 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 no. If, if we can't laugh, we all gonna die. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because we we can't. We're not gonna survive. Mm-hmm. No. Just the, the we got to be able to to look at this, get real serious about it. But at times, like you were talking about the African American man that said, "Now y'all still in our protest." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to be able to cut up a little bit. If we mm-hmm. lose that, that that that's that's therapeutic for us. Okay. Yeah. Right. Certainly don't want to be disrespectful, but we got to smile and laugh every now and then, okay, even on a serious topic. So we have a guy who, I guess, decided to jump on somebody's car. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he's a frumpy one, and he, he he's is, got his mask now, on now. What, now, what is funny in this particular clip, too, that they had just been chanting about defunding and getting rid of the, pol- of the, of the police department. Of course. So, uh, and then that's what kind of is the irony of this when you see this guy on the hood, and you will hear people Boy, toward the end of this saying, Where's the police? Mm-hmm. And I'm paraphrasing. It's got okay. so much, Bubba, yeah. because you also have people running, trying to trail the car, mm-hmm. is, is hoping it would stop. It happened in Pensacola. Oh, that's good. And uh, News Channel 3 was sent the footage. Apparently, I got it, mm-hmm. uh, apparently there's a car that took the wrong turn. And you've seen footage of this before where all of a sudden they find They're themselves in the, <laughs> in the protest. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden the protesters, the ones that are not there to do it the right way, they're there with ill intent. They start banging on the, the car, and they have to give up the car, and before you know it, it's on fire. Well, this person said, I'm not stopping. I, I'm in it. I'm going to get through it, and now I'm gone. Well, apparently this guy jumped on the hood, and he stayed on the hood to Gulf Breeze. The yeah, guy wouldn't stop. That's good. Why, why do you – I don't understand jumping Don't on jump the hood. on my car. Hey, no. listen. Listen up out there. Don't jump on my car now. Right. Okay? If you wanted to redirect me and I made the tone, wrong turn, we'll work that out. Don't jump on my car. Right. Don't put your hands on me and don't jump on my car. That's right. Okay? That's right. And <laughs> so if you jump on my car, I'm going to do just what this guy did. You're going for a ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and cell so, phone footage of them going on the opposite side But please side listen to what Bubba's telling you to listen for, too. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look. Please look at everybody chasing him. And the driver's going slow. He's going slow, hoping he'll jump off. <laughs> well, he's not going to stop if everybody, a mob's chasing him. No. Rick, Rick, please leave this old lady. Don't miss the old lady. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. That's listen. a wasted effort. Listen. Where are the freaking cops? So there it is. So I'll tell you where the cops are. Y'all told them not to be there. Thank you, Rick. You ran them all. Look, this is the same thing we've done with God. You know, we talk about authority. Guess what? If you tell God to leave, guess what? He'll leave. Yeah. yeah. You know, hey, y'all don't y'all don't want God here. He'll leave. Mm-hmm. You don't want law enforcement here. They'll leave. Don't then don't start crying. Where's law enforcement after you tell them they're not welcome? You can't have it both ways. Here's what you probably need to do if, if you want somebody to be the adult in the room. You probably want to deal with the people that shouldn't be in law enforcement. That tiny percentage, and let's deal with them. Let's charge them. Let's convict them, and let's remove them. Anybody that thinks the decision is to remove law enforcement, you're a fool. Yeah. Okay. But, that that's just not that's just not logical. That 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 is that is terrible. That's a terrible idea. If we if you know the old famous thing, you know where you say you think it's bad now, you ain't seen nothing yet. I you, say you, I say let them have, go for it. Have you, at it. Look, I've never been to Minneapolis, and and I'm fine if I ever go again. I mean, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm glad if I, I got I, there I, before all. If this. I my life ends and I don't go to Minneapolis, I'm not going to care. So right. I say, y'all do your experiment, and good luck to you. Well, that's let's, what it's going to take. Let's all sit back and watch. That's what it's going to take yeah. in order for them to start respecting them again. But what happened? What happened? Absolutely. This is a perfect example of how human beings operate. <laughs> okay, this is this is classic human beings. Okay, and they're in our fallen state. I want to be rowdy. I want to make trouble. A car got in our way, and I'm going to show this car by jumping on. Not just saying, "Hey, we're doing a parade. You can't be here. Would you kindly leave?" 
I'm going to show you how rowdy I can be, okay? And I'm going to jump on this automobile. And then the automobile says, well, I tell you what, I'm not going to sit here and let y'all mob me and tear my car up, so I'm pulling out of here, and I'm going to go slow enough that you can roll your big, frumpy self off my car. And if you can't do that, we're going for a ride. You can't then get in that situation and go, where's the police? Where's law enforcement? Somebody do something. Well, they should have. They should have found. Hey, you can't have it both ways, Hoss. Where's the social worker when you need him? <laughs> I got to give credit Somebody to call the driver. Somebody social worker. Uh, I got to give credit to the driver. They didn't make it a dangerous no, situation. They no. st- but it was funny. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just keep on going. It was just fast enough to where the and joggers could not catch him, and the guy couldn't <laughs> jump, and he couldn't jump off. Right. He and was gonna way, have to ride. Can yeah. I say this? What's Grandy, no, I, what's Grandy gonna do? I think he I was going slow enough so the guy could get off. Right. But I don't. I'm shocked he got up there. Honestly. He was froze too, like he was scared. Yeah, yeah. I need He's to see got, Granny. You got to roll off right there, man. <laughs> yeah, just when you think everybody's left the screen. What is Granny? Watch Granny, Bubba. Please don't miss I Granny. Know, I know. What is she going to do? So is she going to catch the car and <laughs> hit it with an heart. umbrella? Bless Isn't that heart. the old lady from Looney Tunes? I hate to keep bringing but, that up. That has Tweety Bird. Bless yeah. her heart. She's trying to help. God love her and her little help, helping self. What's she going to do? It's like a dog. What are you going to do when you catch a car? You know, if she catches this guy, what's she going to hit him with her umbrella? Somebody? Whose fault is it? It's Frumpy's fault for jumping on somebody's car. The fact that he was you could tell he was frozen scared made it so much better. <laughs> he, he wasn't letting go of that hood for nothing. I love it. I bet he needs a new pair of really big underwear. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. There's lines available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Uh, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team have had those factories working away for America. You've heard us share that they're making face masks for hospital workers and their emergency and other emergency needs. Well, now they're available to everyone. If you are in need of a mask, and I, I notice some of you out there that are. at Higher risk, uh, have been wearing masks. Some places still you have to go in, you need a mask. If you want one that is a show enough good one, uh, then you can get MyPillow face masks. They're made with 210 thread count and are double layered for extra protection. They're 100% cotton and reusable, so you can wash and dry them. They're also 100% American made with all the American materials. Plus, they contain latex-free elastic straps. You can get a package of 20 of the reusable face masks for only $59.99 when you use the promo code Bubba at MyPillow.com. Plus, they've created some other outstanding offers that are waiting on you right now at MyPillow.com. Under the little, just click on uh, Radio Specials, that button, and use the promo code Bubba there as well. So if you'd like to, to get one of these face masks that were made by the great team at MyPillow, if you need them, get you a pack of them now by going to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, we, um, we start, uh, with Mark in Selma, Mark, 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 you got 30 seconds. Lines are available by the way, if you want to get in right now too, Mark, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey guys. Um, friend of mine from Louisiana saw the storm coming and he said, well, this is great. First time I've ever been quarantined and evacuated in the same day. Yeah. (laughs) I I saw some Louisiana people saying that first time in my life, I've been told to stay home and evacuate all at the same time. (laughs) That is funny. That's the world we live in in a nutshell right now. Kansas City, Paul standing by. Hey, Paul, welcome to Rick and Bub. Hey, good morning from a Grass Monkey in Kansas City, 20-year dedicated IMUS listener. 
And I want to tell you guys, you have replaced that void in spades. I appreciate the spiritual aspect to it. And my stepbrother, who's moved on to heaven, was an executive at Barber Milk, tried to get me on to you guys 15 years ago, and I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> it, well, Paul, thank it, you. It's, yeah. it's been so great. I really appreciate the show, and I'm streaming it all day long to try to catch up. Okay, I was going to ask you, so what, 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 which one of our platforms do you use? How, how do you get the show? Uh, tune in, and then if I'm just driving, I put it on YouTube and watch it on there, but it's it's tune in mainly. Uh, so what? What? Uh, how long have you been listening now? For about sixty days. Oh really? Okay, oh yeah. whoa! And, and, whoa and, do, and do the Bible study. Oh good, good. Thank you very much. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, well, man, we're glad that you're there. There are probably some things that you'll be like, "What are they talking about?" But you'll catch up pretty quick. It's like it's like yeah, you, my, you. My wife's got an uncle in Jackson that fills me in. Okay, on the you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm good. Thank you, Paul. Glad to have you listening and spread the word in Kansas City. Let people know Rick and Bubba's in town. I put the link up on my Facebook all the time. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate that very much. Oh, yeah. Thank you for Thank you, We appreciate it. Thanks for the encouragement. All right. Uh, we continue. Tyler in Alabama. Tyler, Tyler, go ahead. 30 seconds, buddy. Hey, guys. How's it going today? Good. Great. Good. You got a question about Peloton. On a scale of 1 to 10, how comfortable is a seat? Uh, you know what? I got to tell you, I struggle on bicycle seats in general. Uh, I, I, the seat doesn't seem to bother anybody but me, but I, but I'm very sensitive to bike seats as well. Uh, I would, I would get, uh, something that has a little padding in it. You would think for folks yeah, like me and you, Rick, the, that we have extra padding, but yeah. it really doesn't work. Well, it's all, right of, you don't, you know where that thing ends up. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. Red room. Yes. So, so I find it to be an uncomfortable seat. It's like yeah, riding yeah. a pogo stick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where the, where the end of that bike seat lands, yeah, I need how can anybody padded. be okay with that? They yeah. make those padded shorts and they're worth Oh, they buying. make a world. Well, yeah. don't, they make, don't they make like a jelly seat too? Didn't we used to see I that? They, they do have Why yeah. can't Peloton put that banana seat back on there that we right. had on the spider bike? long one. I want that long one. Give us that banana seat back. <laughs> With the wheelie bar. Yeah, yeah. What happened to that? I don't think they want you sitting on it much. They want you standing That's up pedaling. Hey, they'll tell you to stand up. Why do they got weights tied to the back of it? Oh, we're going to sit and do weights. That scared Bubba off. Did you Bubba see that? What's that for? That ain't going to balance you out. They have some weights. Is it like a tractor where you put weight on the front? Bubba, there's all kinds of options. You're going to go do the 20-minute beginners, what you're going to do. And Bubba, out! No, Bubba, they don't have a tray attachment for snacks. <laughs> Bubba <laughs> said, never mind. Forget it. Get up out of the saddle. Well, you get know, it. I, just sometimes they'll say, all right, time to get up and dance. Oh, boy. Uh, honestly, I mean, you know, I came and y'all did too from uh, families that uh, they really didn't see the need to build things to work you out mm. because if you were out doing the things you ought to be doing, you didn't need that. Mm, no. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Do you it's think they, do you think they make bike pants like that Bubba and I could wear? Yes. At 100% uh-huh. they do. Can you imagine? You don't see people that like us riding a lot professionally. But here's the deal. They I mean, James, like, James with, Gregory, when he does his thing about paying somebody to go to a gym to lift weights, that yeah. is one of the funniest things he does. Because yeah. you go, yeah. you know, yeah. he's right. really got a point. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. If I pay you every month, can I come here and lift some heavy stuff? <laughs> yeah. You certainly can. Got any friends? <laughs> Might want to do the same thing. <laughs> but the point is, the point is that all arrived because we don't go work the way the other generation yeah, does. Now, right. now, if you go do the work the other generation did, you don't need you. Yeah, parking. Yeah. Car, you don't need to work out. But if you're just sitting there hammering them chips watching Fox News, you better do something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we continue. Eight, <laughs> with your feet up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Eight six six. We be big is the number. Let's go to uh, uh, Tim in Oxford, uh, Mississippi. Looks like. Hey Tim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Come on, Tammy. 
Mm-hmm. It's Oxford, Alabama. Oh, <laughs> oh yellow jackets. What kind of area code is I looking at? Your phone, you must have got that phone when you live somewhere else. <laughs> I'm originally from Indiana. I got uh, you. Okay. Uh, All, right. Uh, All right, go ahead. Uh, hey, uh, I saw something. Uh, I play on the internet a lot. I saw something that, like, on the 25th was George Floyd, the 28th, 29th, and the 1st of June, and three different countries was the exact same uh, situation where there was an officer kneeing on the black man's neck. Hmm. What in different different I parts have of the seen co- this too in different I, I, countries. I don't know what to take of it. So they're basically. Is this one of those things? Where it's a conspiracy oh, thing. That oh, oh, like it was a setup. Okay. I, I've seen so many strange things over all of this. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even process it all into some kind of. You guys, I don't even want to say it makes sense. But there was one conspiracy don't that was all it. that was fake. Every bit of it. That, the whole thing? Yeah, oh, there's that one. It, that yeah. He was like an actor, too. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. See, there, yeah. There's he's one. Please, no, I'm not condoning we, that. No, I know. We don't believe in that no. one, but you're right. Cause I, is this must a side-by-side be the, side picture, and it says this is not the same guy they arrested. I mean, Which, yes. Well, I, is, that, is that the ones that make this bizarre comment that George Floyd isn't dead? That he's alive. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That is that the one? Okay, that's Of course, these are the same people that claim these shootings didn't happen and all. Oh, and, and the, mm-hmm. the grieving parents are actors. Oh, okay, and all yeah, and they yeah. saw Elvis last, last week strange, at Walmart. They have strange. they have shown some weird footage on that. Uh, to Florida, Daniel standing by. Daniel, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How hey, are we? We're great. Hey, real quick. So, uh, me and my wife are still in our house. I told my wife specifically, "Don't you dare think that we can have something." And uh, we got an offer two days later, so we did not make the first mistake of thinking we could have something. Boy, that's good. That. Boy, that's hey, hey, y'all closed? You hadn't closed yet. <laughs> oh, what are no. you doing? Oh, no. They, they what are you cleared. I, I, hey, I still ain't thinking I can have a thing, so don't worry. There okay. goes the I started to say, well, what are you doing, sir? Find some wood to knock on, make it good. My mm. wife yeah, taught. A lot of things can go wrong during that process. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Kidding me? My wife taught, uh. our, taught our boys a lesson. <laughs> There was another restaurant that the boys were like saying, "I tell you what, on Sunday, get that contract. Let, let's let's eat lunch. Let's eat lunch at this particular place, okay?" So we start walking that way, and I said, "I don't see a lot of activity over there." And the boys start going, "Then why do you do this?" And my wife said, "Son, sons, your dad is not about to think he can have something. Yeah. Your dad is downplaying this restaurant thing, so we're not heartbroken. Mm-hmm. If y'all are thinking it's going to be open, you're going to counter this, and it's not going to be open. Your dad is protecting us mm-hmm. by not thinking we can have this lunch at this place, and it was closed. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. You so if they had kept her mouth shut, we'd <laughs> ate, we, we could have eaten. We continue. Let's go to uh, uh, Aniana, Alabama. I can't see your name. Uh, Aniana. What's that? <laughs> what? I, I am a messenger. God has laid a message on my heart, and I have a disease called myasthenia gravis. I'm have trouble talking, but I'm a veteran, and I want to discuss the going on and say a little something about the flag, and and I feel this is put, put upon my heart by the Holy Spirit of God, and I'm not a preacher. I'm a, I was a lukewarm follower. But he slapped me down and gave me a message, and he told me to call you. Well, bring it on. Okay, here we go. Racism, one of the many problems that plague our country. It's a two-way street and comes in many forms. Matter of fact, it's a superhighway. Black folks, white folks, Hispanic folks choose. Here's the poison you choose. But it's not an issue of black and white. It's an issue of wrong and right. What is right? It's, it's about love, not hate. 
here's a little story about racism. When working out on the farm, I wait for Nanny to bring the children home from school. I like to goof and giggle with them before their mom comes to pick them up for work. Little fella, finest little fella you ever know. Little glint fella, oh yeah, she's the queen. Little guy's usually ready for banner. He seems down cast for a while. I said, what's wrong, buddy? He said, my best friend. Said, Excuse my talking, please. My best friend transferred to another school. I said to Nanny, they said he lost his best friend. Nanny said, yeah, he was a little black I don't even, I don't even, I don't even, I can't even. I'm sorry. I'm I completely sorry. I tried really hard. I can't get any, I can't put the work. 26 I, years, I don't know what to say. I'm grabbing, yeah, I, look, I'm looking, look at this. I just scanned all words available. I got nothing. None, Rick. I don't know which ones to put together. I, Would y'all want to stack uh, them like? Grab a few words and put them side by side. <laughs> you want to start? I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I, I just uh, looked over the entire it, the entire uh, I'm gamut. To back. I'm gonna have to listen to it. I'm yeah. looking at the entire gamut of words available. Were you right? You know. If, right. Okay. Thank you. If God sent that message, I'm not at the point I can receive it yet. Okay. Because I'm not. I, I can't. I can't. I don't. So know I was honest speaking tongues. I, 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 I know. I'm not there. In all honesty, we did not have anyone to interpret this tongue, and we don't know where it came from. It could have been a message. Now, at what point were we talking about, Mammy? I don't know what happened, Greg. I don't. I, I, again, I just looked I just at want to rewind and you, act you like could take every word available, put it in happen. the file right there. I'd go over and start grabbing. I couldn't put anything together. And it just it, it, it kept snowballing. Yeah. I mean, it was it was I, picking I up speed. Greg, back me up one minute. Go to break. What just happened? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what are you, I'm not, see, I'm not trying it. to beat this. No, I, I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't want to do. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. We're going to get real specific now. If there's anybody that can tell us what we just heard and can help us to understand it, um, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Looking at emails, when, uh, someone says uh, they think they understand it. That was actually a call from Olin Archer. <laughs> so uh, we, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't know. Can anybody help me with what just happened? Uh, Rick, I'm, there, I'm, I'm just not. Somebody, you know, I don't. I, I'm not trying to to be funny here, but I'm just not at the level I need to be to interpret that one. I'm sorry, uh, Bubba. I I don't even know what to say. You know, just, it, you it, know. it was, and that was a message. There, there's that he a few got. times in 26 years I have felt flat footed. Okay, right. but that was one of them. I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't you know, know I whether did. to intervene. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I didn't either. Like I said, I. I I didn't know. Does anybody know? Anybody idea about that? I tell you, Rick, I got caught up in it and couldn't get out of it. Mm-mm. I tell you that. I really like need a- to read what he was saying. I'm sure it was really good and deep, and mm-hmm. that I, I couldn't. I don't know. know if I the voice, I just couldn't. We're gonna have to go back and look the transcript. Well, on I just that. He had a I little rhyming. To it again. Wasn't Greg, he rhyming a little bit? Greg suggested oh, we go frame by frame, like the McGregor. Yeah, yeah it's breaking break it down. Th- there yeah. was there was some uh, at one point a couple lines did rhyme. Our little grandmaster rapping going on, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, I, I, I listened to it in the break just to cut it up, and uh, at one point there was Nanny and the grandkids in there or something. Yeah, I, I heard know. about it. Some kid had to change schools. Yeah, yeah. So right. I, I don't uh, – Anybody? This is where I go, anyone? <clears throat> anyone? When anyone he came out of the gate, he had a little little rhyme going, almost mm-hmm. poem-like. 
Yeah. By the way, racism and violence. It's Mm -hmm. a struggle. Yeah. Pretty good one, by the way. I I picked up on something, too, because things have become so bizarre out there. Mm -hmm. And I I think we may may even have a case online for not going there. But people now can't tell the difference between Babylon B headlines and what's actually oh, no, going no. on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I understand. Yeah, and and it's like Babylon B is going to like lose their place in society. Yeah, because it's, it's not, but, it doesn't seem right. weird. Well, like they said about Joe Biden, they're going to stop making jokes and just report exactly what he says verbatim, <laughs> right. which I thought was fantastic. Just the same time. How about old Joe? Ain't he something? You know he's. Going to the funeral. Yeah. And going to give a video message. He, he said something. Notice they didn't say a live message. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they better edit it and let him do it about right, four here, times. All right. Tim and Florence Bubba says thinks he can help us. Okay. Tim, what, what just happened, buddy? Hey, I think I can help you a little bit. If, if, if I understood him, he was trying to tell you a story of when he was younger on the farm. And I didn't get the names either, but he had a, a friend or a family that he worked with, and the little boy came home one day sad wow. and said, I lost my best friend. And he said, well, what happened? And he couldn't tell him, but the mother said, yeah, he was trying to have a little black friend. And he was trying to portray that it starts at home and that it hurt that little white boy losing his friend, and we've got to stop that kind of thinking. Yeah. You know, we're all equal at the foot of the cross. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the only problem is they nobody inviting the cross to this right now. No, no, it's way. Tim, I, I can no, tell you, I commend right. you, but Tim, not, yeah, see, I, I think there was something. Tim, deep I want to tell you, are you 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 need to interpret for the United Nations because that was incredible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really he was emotional and he was trying to tell you that, but I, I think that's where it was going. He had a good heart; I could feel it. Yeah, and, and that's what he meant. Well, you it, know, and Black Lives do matter because. They matter so much that Jesus died for them. Amen. Amen. Well, well the, the, that's where equality is—the foot of the cross. But right now, I'm not—I'm not seeing. Th- yeah. There's not th- this. this <clears throat> none th- of that happened. This does not feel like uh, we all need to turn back to God. It doesn't feel that way right now. That's the answer for everybody. No, that's not the message they're giving. But that, that's not the message I'm seeing from really anyone right now. And and you can hear the church is out there trying to get in there and comment on it. But even the church is terrified that they're going to say the wrong thing. Uh, you know, can't you know? Because really. If you a lot of these things were solved because I wish if we would just take this thing from top to bottom and call evil evil and called good good, and anyone who can't seem to understand that, then we correct them. No, no, what you're calling good is actually evil. You know what you're calling evil is actually good. You can get it all right because there's a truth in the middle of this. Yeah, and we talk about this all the time. You know, the famous '60s, all the world needs is love. Well, how you define that? Now, what the world needs is truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 the truth. And then maybe we should love the truth. Yeah, absolutely. That'll fix it. Uh, so uh, let's go to Eddie. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, I'm trying to. Okay, Jamie. So for some reason, the Shoals, uh, Florence area, is able to interpret what the man said. Um, okay, let's go to Muscle Shoals. Jamie, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would actually agree with what Tim said for Florence. I was thinking the exact same thing that he was talking about. He had a friend, probably an African-American, and they lost that friendship, and he was really sad. And it had to do with something with a wrong issue. Mm. See, that's more like what that call sounded like to me right there at the end of that well, call. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. So here's what I noticed: the people who seem to be finding something in there, and I and I, I see that road that we were headed on. You're willing to take the first part of the call, the rhyming, and all that, and just completely 
You, yeah, nobody's hearing. You're that. really dropping in on two lines and ignoring the rest of it. Maybe that's what we all should have done. We, right. no, Cause, yeah. cause I, I think 100. percent right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think it was split. like a heavyweight fight. I got dazed I'm in the, with the break. first punch, and I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out what was right. happening between the between. I was the, staggering around, Greg. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> you know the bell between yeah. the rhyming. Yeah. yeah. Look, you had Grand rhyming. Yeah. You had an interesting voice. You had a loss of oxygen at one point. Right. I mean, there were a lot of elements to that 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 made me forget the words. Of what he was saying, which means again, you too, no offense, because I know it the was guy, very heartfelt. Yeah, the it guy was, was the guy 100%. was talking about and all this, and I, yeah. and I praise the Lord for that. If if this is making a change in his life spiritually, that's that's what we all need, right? Yes, now. Mm-hmm. but but I would say just from a communication mm-hmm. standpoint, communicating a point, probably the distractions you want to get on right into that. You could just call him and say, "Let me tell you where all this started and what I was convicted of," is and. And it's not the it's not the most original thought that these things start at home, but it, it's always good to be reminded of yes, that. No and uh, and and certainly people who stand by and, and let things go, and then pass it on for generation to generation to generation. And I do think the generation that we have right now that wants to make change involving bigotry and racism, I think they want to, but they're confused on how to do it because I don't think we're being very clear on how to truly solve the problem. And I think they're all frustrated because they don't really... They're trying to do something, they're just not sure what it is. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from a broadcast plaza and teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, as uh, we make our way back, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, much to discuss. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Thanks for all of you that have been with us so far. Rick and Bubba University is back open. Classes are happening. Uh, Hobie Van Frynobi is here. Hobie Juan Frynobi, I should say. Runny the Pooh and High Step are all trying to bang out that degree in common sense that the world desperately needs right now to the point that it is a superpower. And Bubba, welcome back uh, for a brand new hour. Sir. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being with us now over 26 years on the Rick and Bubba Show. How bizarre. Now look around the wacky world. How bizarre. How bizarre. Now look around the wacky Rick, a bizarre story, and we've covered this at some point in the past, but I guess this is an update because it continues. A Belgian man says he has been receiving mysterious pizzas that he never ordered, Rick. I love this. And it has been going on for over a decade. Now, guys, this ten is... Ten years. Hey, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I just can't... If I could do a prank lasted ten years... <laughs> I mean, you realize you got a prank going on for a decade. A he decade. Says, he says, while it may initially seem like it was an annoying prank, the victim uh, says he's received so many pizzas over the years that he shakes his head every time <laughs> he hears a scooter coming down the street. <laughs> 
Uh, the man uh, is, it could be worse. <laughs> the man is 65 years yeah, old. He says pizza delivery drivers bring pizza to his door at all hours of the day and night. I know that's, <laughs> that's so good. This has been going on. So it's not just at dinner time. It's all hours of the day of the night. And it's been going on for a decade, and he has no idea why. I, I don't know, like, the whole setup there where he lives in Belgium, how it works. Why can't we figure this out? Can't you go to the manager of that and go, who's paying for this? And if they go, well, we, we're, I can't believe they would take anonymous payment right, to go to, to deliver something. Well, all right, let's go and then, Or he could divert it. He could say, i tell you what, that's, that's fine. I want to donate these to somebody else. Or move. What about this? Right? So, so if I call a pizza delivery place, uh, whatever, and I say my name, uh, Greg, is Ted Lightning. I've yeah. always liked that. That's a good name. I'm, I'm Ted Lightning. <laughs> okay. And I want it delivered to this address. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want it delivered to, uh, uh, we're going to be at so and so's house. And here, because all they're going to do then is say, do you have a credit card number? Mm-hmm. As long yeah. as you pay for it, I guess they don't care. No, I guess. they don't. Because once that, you pay for it, they're not stuck. There's no you way know? somebody is calling these in every day. It has to be on some auto program, right? I mean, it has guys, to be. Guys, this phone I'm holding in my hand right here. Hmm. We'll, we'll run commercials today on all social media of everything I've discussed in here, on the air and off the air. And we can't figure out who's sending this guy speeches for okay. 10 years. Right, well, wait a minute. There's I, more to it here. He said uh, initially <laughs> he thought it was some sort of mistake mm-hmm. and that his address had been uh, mixed up with somebody else. What, year three? Unfortunately, the food kept years. arriving, yeah. sometimes even multiple times in the same day. Mm. While he mostly receives pizza, other fast food items have also been included in the order. I love it. What's he complaining about? He said uh, one day he had 10 different delivery drivers come to his place on the same day. One of the deliveries was for 14 pizzas. I want to know who this person has <laughs> got money to burn. I mean, we got somebody burning money. I mean, I this, mean a lot of it. For, for, for a prank. Speedy, of course, had already added it up in his head. But, but the, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a lot. So, uh, See, Speedy, this is your dream right here. This, this is, is a lot. Free, free food coming. <laughs> I mean, Rick, I think that's more my dream. Well, that's true. Uh, it's a cross. I'm sorry. I moved, cross. I moved Speedy into your dream over there. Uh, that was a combo Speedy Bubba dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just can't believe. Uh, adding another layer to the mystery is the fact that one of this guy's friends who lives over 20 miles away has reportedly also been suffering from the same mystery deliveries. What in the world? This would never happen to me. It you said know, authorities – see, authorities are involved, Okay. Hmm. They believe the culprit must be someone who both of the two men know. Unfortunately for now, the cause remains a mystery. Guys, you got this going for a decade. That's a lot. I mean, hey, think See, about the money. The op- mine would be the opposite. I'd be keep being charged for pizza. Yeah, and never, yeah. yeah. And never, yeah. Or every time I ordered one to my house, it would go somewhere Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would never. I'd ne- this would never work for me. And I know it's annoying and everything. But right, so why, why is this happening and who's doing it? What do you What do y'all think? This is one of those things on our new mystery show we're gonna solve. Okay. All right. Let's let's now be, let's now be the the mystery team. We just got finished with our day job, pretending to be radio announcers, but deep down we're mystery solvers. It's like mm-hmm. Scooby Doo. We get in a mystery van and we go, you know, all go right. figure it out. Who thinks it's mystery not, machine? Who thinks it's not a prank at all? There's some bizarre snafu, te- some technological snafu, and it has nothing to do with the prankster. Anybody in for that? Well, again, it goes uh-uh. back to how, how they're ordered, how they're ordered, and how they're paid for. But you got to admit, to keep this up That's that a long, huge commitment. that is a big commitment and an expensive one. So it would have to be somebody with a lot of True. money. Did somebody will them? Like, don't. I know this sounds stupid. But yeah, I, I, sweetie, I know what you're saying. No, it's stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, I don't know. Like, 
wheel some money and, <clears throat> and put, I mean, to where they would deliver pizzas every day well, go, or something? Let's, but, let's but, go but, last like, wishes. but it seems like yeah. the company yeah. would have that record and go, I'll tell you why, because. Well, let me ask you this. I don't know how it works in Belgium. Again, we're talking about Belgium. There you go. Yeah. But. Can you just simply go? I'm I'm in I'm in law enforcement and I'm trying to solve the yeah the the pizza caper okay <laughs> and I go up and go tell me the last credit card number please that, that and run that the, down to who and, it is and run it down how can that not thing? be done doesn't have to keep changing cards keep changing what he uses there's got to be a lot of shifting and moving ten guys we didn't say ten days. Ten yeah, years, ten years. Sometimes multiple orders on any given day. A little surprised at you, Greg. And this is the part you play on the team because you're the guy that always. Really I think it's farce. I think the whole thing's. You no way have the answer. Greg Munchausen. I'm pretending that this Could happened be. to me. Absolutely, that's definitely possible. I just don't. That's think, your area. I don't think it's possible that a person would be doing that for ten years. And not and, and the never guy find that's out. getting them hasn't gone to a greater extent so, to stop it. So if it's if it's not you a know? person doing it, back to the other theories, it would have to be some type of uh, automated trust fund, something that was I think put in place, or a mistake, like Speedy yeah. said, or he just made it all up. I think he made it up. By the way, have y'all discussed today mm-hmm. on this note why Greg's eye has a cut on it? Do you yeah, know why? We did, we did in the hour. kickoff hour. Did, oh, I didn't know. Do you know what that is? You're talking about little man's black under, eye under his yeah. right eye. You know how that happened? Uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Greg, putting headphones on. You ever had the headphones pop you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, well, Friday it looks bad. Yeah, it did. Hey, it, it hurt. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> Never thought I'd get hurt putting headphones on. Mm-mm. Yeah. I got so, Greg, will you, will you vote Munchausen? You know, I, I, I that's really do. There's too many moving job. parts here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too long. First of all, yeah. nobody's gonna put up with that for ten years. Nobody is. Right. All right, let I me don't go. care who you are. You're right, going to go. So I've had enough of these. Let me go back in to this it. story, we don't have a pizza company going, okay, I can confirm. It'll come out that it was fake That later. we are getting orders, and yeah. we're the ones that, de- that deliver it. Right? Be, I, so I back, to, back to Greg's yeah. point, it could be that. It could be that, or could it be back to this? We've heard this before, where there's this legend that we can't seem to get this person down, and then you find out it was actually multiple people. It never was the same person. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, the, I'm the guy for this year or this month, you're the guy, and there's a whole team of them. <laughs> Who wants to mess with somebody that bad? And I why would, pizzas? I would, right. But why delivering pizzas? <laughs> I would enjoy that. Hey, That's back, a lot, though. Back to Greg's eye. Uh, Maybe calling a cab to their house a lot. How, like how many years did you work at the power company? <laughs> 23. How many black eyes do you have? I uh, cut my face open a couple times, but never a black eye. But I, you're right. I could see stuff like that happening there. <laughs> Not so, here. So that's you never what, had one as a as a pole climber. Twenty three years, Bubba. A guy for the power company, but you you blacked your own eye with headphones here in the studio. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Told you this job this job was tougher than you thought it'd be. <laughs> now I did get stitches to the face that, that worked, but still though, I that's never. That's when you slid down the pole. Though. Yeah, that was one time. Yeah, yeah. but and, and you yeah, I've never and you cut yourself out of a tree once, didn't you? No, no, that wasn't you. That was that other guy. Yeah, that's somebody else. Turn that way. That's yeah. somebody else. You did run yourself over. over Rick, a, that was a Friday night going bad. Call, that's what you're describing. Right, sorry, <laughs> anything to do with it. <laughs> so, so we'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 20 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. As we make our way back, your phone calls are standing by Dan and Trapper to get us started. Dan, thank you for your patience, and welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Dan? Hello? Yes, sir. I've heard that guy's message, and he was trying to tell y'all that God don't send his children in the world with hatred in their heart. 
and those guys that were kneeling on that guy's neck were white, but it was because they were the devil filled with hatred. Yeah, you're right. We said that Same we guy. yeah we we did say that earlier. Uh, matter of fact, there, there was a speech a speech that was exactly that way. I said if we want to solve these problems, we have to be willing to look at them for what they really are, and what they really are is evil. Mm-hmm. The officer is is representing the face of evil. Now, see, a lot of you don't have a biblical worldview, so you don't think that any of this is spiritual. Uh, but you, all of this chaos and all these things that are being done that are taken away from the message, by the way, of the things that we really do need to deal with as a country, all of this comes, you know, t- Dr. Tony Evans said this perfectly, and he's trying to say this again, when he uh, we studied his book in the Wednesday Bible Study on spiritual warfare. He says, you're never going to have success when you try to solve spiritual issues with worldly solutions. You got to solve spiritual problems with spiritual solutions, mm-hmm. and and we're not doing that. And and sadly, I think maybe our our society's gotten to the point that those of us that have a biblical worldview are told to go somewhere else. And and uh, but you know the answer to this is got to be spiritual. And and but we but we the you can't solve problems with spiritual warfare with earthly solutions. Now, you can come up with a game plan, but if you don't go in there and address it's just what we keep talking about all the time. Bubba gave the best analogy on the air, and it, it, it really gives you clarity. And we've said this on so many topics that, that are under the veil of nothing but just pure evil. And people don't want to talk about the real problem at the root of it, and that is you mopping all day long on the first floor when the toilet is leaking on the second floor. Until you go to the second floor and stop the leak, you can mop on that first floor all you want to. And, and right now, we seem to have that old, worn-out, mopping-on-the-first-floor attitude while, the, while we won't go to the second floor and say, let's all sit down, let's look each other in the eye, and let's stop the leak. Let's talk about everything that's at the risk. Let's have a comprehensive look on what's going on in our world right now. And anything else is just going to lead to Band-Aids that will soon come off as soon as they get wet. And you'll just, you'll just be here 20 years from now when there's some other high-profile murder. Mm-hmm. And be dealing with it again. So, oh, oh. I mean, I think I think there's a lot of people that want to make a real change, and they're trying to listen, they're trying to learn, mm-hmm. and, and want to make a real change. But but they're being distracted by the rioting and the the damage that's being done. And that's another group that's come in that we need to deal with. That's that's got a whole another agenda, and we can't we can't be afraid to say this. And I I'll be honest with you on this: you're never going to solve a problem. And I can never enter in, like, like, let's say a guy comes in in the men's ministry that we're doing, okay? And, and, I, and he sits down. I say, all right, man, we ready to get to the bottom of what's going on? Well, yeah, but now there's certain things I ain't going to talk about. Okay, well, then what do you want to do? Let's go get lunch or something then. Because if you're, if you're telling me that there's limitations on what mm-hmm. we can talk about, and that's what we're then we can't solve this problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to come in and try to, I, I want to try to do better. Uh, you know, okay, well, so we're going to talk about everything in your life? No, there's certain things we're not going to talk about. I'm not willing to talk you're about wasting that. Your time. Okay, well then, then we might as well just have a. What are we even doing here? Because you're not really here to solve the problem. You're, you're here to to check off a list that you came and you met with me and you want to talk to me. And you go tell somebody I had that meeting. Everybody want me to have, but you didn't go in there to solve any any. If you anytime you limit a conversation that says we're going to have a conversation, but certain topics cannot be discussed, you can never solve the problem. You can put a band aid on it, and again, you, we can all go out and we can you know pander and we can. You know, we can do all the things that I was talking about. We can, you know, there's no, we can plagiarize and, and, and all these kind of things. Uh, but we, we're not going to solve a problem. 
what we've got right now is some people saying, I just don't want trouble. Yeah. Okay, but but then but then they then they go away and get back into their house and they didn't mean they wouldn't anything sincere no. about that. Well the 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 thing that's gonna get sincere is if we can talk about every single thing. For instance, this thing with the flag. We can't live in a society that somebody can't say without their whole world being destroyed. I certainly understand the plight and the tension that's trying to be brought here, and we need to have that conversation. I just, I just feel like there's a lot of people in our country that are really offended by kneeling during the national anthem uh, that don't have anything to do with this. And we are, that's just, I just personally, that's not the way I'd go about it. You're not going to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Okay. Well, some people are not you know going to listen. You, well, no, you can't even come back and say, I totally disagree with you on that. I think kneeling is the best thing, and that's sure. the, and that's yeah. the way. But you don't go out and wipe the person off the face of the earth that has a different point of view. Exactly, and it doesn't make that person insensitive There's to your nothing hate about it to, to your plight if they just don't think that's the best strategy. But hey, guys, you can't have that conversation. We just well, saw it. It, we just saw it. You, it, you can't have it. In the bigger picture, it's okay to disagree with people. Right. You can you can still find common ground, but this uh, you know this highly charged cancel culture mentality. Uh, is making it very difficult because it's just dividing people. And can I say they this? And I don't. I don't thing. think. I don't. I don't think it's the politicians as much as it is just w- the way some of us are acting. Yeah. Know? And to the caller's point, you are one hundred percent right. And we did say that today. Until we're ready to call evil evil, no matter where it is, evil in, comes in all colors. All, it comes in every. Nobody. No every, race is exclusive to evil. Every every society, everything, it, fallen people. As we keep saying, true equality is only found at the foot of the cross. Everybody's in equal need of redemption. But if we're not going to to look for spiritual solutions to spiritual problems, then good luck solving them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, David Nasser we had on the podcast this weekend, uh, and he, he had said a line during that that I thought was really good. He said he talked about sin, not skin, being the problem. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. By the way, it was a good, good podcast. I it really I enjoyed it this yeah. weekend. David always does a great job. We we'll always enjoy having him on. Sasha in Massachusetts. Hey, Sasha. Sasha. Welcome, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey. How you guys doing? We're great. Um, I'm just tuning in. Good. I'm just tuning in. Uh, I was just watching Mayor Bill de Blasio, and, um, you know, I'm listening to you guys, and the idea for me that there's people on uh, one side that don't want to talk about the quote-unquote rioting, I think that there's an order in which you need to tackle these conversations. And from my perspective, human life and human decency is the first thing. And then later on, we can address the property damage. But from my perspective, we really need to address the way that the police, you know, we all have seen tons and tons of videos of of real physical damage to human, and that's human to human interactions. And, you know, people are upset about buildings getting destroyed and places getting looted, but they're upset because they've seen their brothers and sisters get abused by police. Yeah, uh, I think that's that's my comment. Yeah, I understand. But to your point, I'll stay with your point. The rioters, the rioting has killed more African-Americans right now than than the police force has in the last decade. So I mean, mm-hmm. if, we, if, well, we, if we if we if we want to the last ten days, well, I'm just talking. Well, in the last in the last ten days, <laughs> rioters have killed more African Americans than the police have. I don't know if that's true. no. It's one hundred percent true. No, one hundred. Where are those numbers coming from? So so if you if you want, yeah, where to, are those numbers coming? From? Why don't you is go look nationwide? Is that in your state? No, that no. That, that when you from? look in these cities where the riots are taking place, the the number of African Americans that have been killed. Because of the rioters, because you know most of these places, a lot of these businesses are run 
by, uh, by African-Americans. But the reason why that is also true is that there aren't a large number of people that have been killed by the police. Sasha, here's the here's problem, too. It's true. Sasha, you, I agree with you, okay? Yeah. But here here is the problem. To get the change you need, and I think everybody was very focused when we saw what happened to George Floyd. But now the distraction is, what are we doing with looters? What are yeah. we going to do with the police? All that. Yeah. We, we've got away from the point. I think you had overwhelming support for major no police reform, too, but we're losing that battle right now. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Eight six six. We be big is the number. So Sasha, if you're still listening, a couple places to go look because I heard these conversations because I spent a lot of time this weekend, honestly trying to understand and look at um, the you know this uh, this that now that this has turned into more of a four hundred year and uh, what's the word we use? Uh, it's not symptomatic. There's another word. Systemic. Systemic. Uh, racism. Honestly, trying to understand it and trying to look at it. So I did something which is kind of bizarre. I just decided that I would listen to African Americans talk about it only. I, I did not listen to any white people talk about it. None. So I would, uh, I would, and, and weigh the two because Larry Elder was the one who brought up one of these stats. And by the way, some of the stuff they're coming from is from the Washington Post. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's some conservative. I would, so I would, I would go and watch conversations with Larry Elder. Uh, I would uh, who who talked about this. Also, uh, uh, Shelby Steele. Shelby Steele is another uh, resource to look at. Now, I do understand. I I would rather, and I know some people disagree. I'm trying to look for people that are not trying to be bombastic or whatever. Candace Owens can get a little bombastic, and I know that she can be more controversial. Maybe sometimes there's a little bit of desire from her to have a little shock value, uh, and that's certainly one of the places you can look too. But I, I would think if you want to sit and, and hear people talk level-headed, uh, just saying, let's talk about the real numbers, talk about this as African-Americans trying to take on this this uh, theory that's out there and, and see if we can legitimize it. And then if we legitimize it, then how do we solve it? What do we need to do? What, what would be the actions we could take? Uh, but again, we have to look at things you know, from, from uh, the, the facts and certainly there's some emotion, and I'm okay with saying I want to call evil evil, but I, I don't really – I don't think any um, ethnicity has the corner market on evil and, and criminal behavior and mistreatment and all that. Now, there's no question we have a history in our country uh, that is evil and wicked concerning the treatment of African Americans. There's no doubt about that. And some of that has been passed on for generation to generation, certainly true. And as as Caucasians, sometimes you don't you you have to work hard to go. It's hard for me to see it from my point of view. Now I will say this: I can't really entertain some of these other theories out there, and I forget there was a name for it. Where I'm racist, I just don't know it. Yeah, you know, I can't get into that. I mean, that what, what in the world? Where, where are we going to go with that? Well, see, you Rick, you're racist. You just don't know it. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, you're not I, trying. How are you supposed to defend that? Right. I don't know how to defend that. But what I'm saying is, let's have let's let's listen to everything. Let's all work hard. The data is available to all of us. Okay, the data is available to all, the biggest number that we were able to find, and it was it was pushed up a little bit by the Washington Post as far as African American men that were that were killed by white officers. It was at nine here in the in in the last year. They moved it up to fifteen meaning the Washington Post even broadened their spectrum a little bit. 
And then you look at these businesses that have been destroyed and people that are getting killed. You know, no one's talking about the 77-year-old uh, African-American policeman that was trying to protect the pawn shop. Yeah, 77 he's retired. Year, yeah. ha- hasn't yeah. done anything but lived his life as a man of integrity. Uh, the, the color of his skin is irrelevant. He did his job, and he did it well. He's sitting there trying to protect a pawn shop that's being looted, and he was killed by the people that were looting. And they okay. have made an arrest in that, by the way. Right, and they should. But yeah. can you even get his name in the headlines? Yeah. So, so to your point, Sasha, I 100% agree with you that you got to prioritize and work your way back, and I'm all for, and I think that we all agree, I'm all for starting with human life first. Yeah. But, boy, we got to have a comprehensive conversation about that too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I'm all for it. I agree with you. You have to prioritize because there's too much to deal with, and I'm fine with working with human life on the way up. I'm also fine with – see, I don't think removing law enforcement from our society is the answer. I think removing bad cops is the answer. Yeah. And you know what? Right now we've arrested this one, and he's going to be charged, and he's going to be charged hard. And then if we get to the end of it that all of this is as it appears, he's going to go to jail for the rest of his life and probably be killed in jail. Okay, and then you don't see officers running out trying to defend him. I haven't seen one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I did. But, but to your point, one thing we need to look at, Bubba, and I heard this discussing yesterday again by an African American law enforcement. I spent my weekend. I didn't want to hear from anybody but African Americans. And you know what? How you may not believe this. They don't all agree. No. Uh, on, no. Uh, so so I sat down and said, look, I'm 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 this. I can't be in this conversation. I've been told that. I want to hear from I want to hear from both sides, and I want to hear this discussion. And I'm going to take away the politics. I'm going to take away the agenda. I'm going to take away the uh, all the different uh, you know things that are behind this. And I'm just going to listen to human beings who happen to have maybe different points of view about the same issue that affects them. But I want to hear everybody. I want to hear Walter Williams. I want to hear Larry Elder. I want I want to hear Shelby Steele. Uh, and I also want to hear on the other end of the spectrum. I want to hear from Juan Williams. I I want to hear I want to hear both sides. And then then I'm going to at some point in here's the actual facts. And what we can't get into feelings or I think or this is what I think. What what are the facts? And then here's a weird concept. How do we solve it? I'm all in. I'd love to eradicate uh, all of this from the face of the earth. I truly do. I don't want to live in a society where people are still bigoted and racist and people abuse their power. But I don't want to live under a government that abuses its power, period, on anyone. You know, and, and so uh, – but I don't think getting rid of law enforcement is the answer because then you're going to be left in a much – more difficult situation, and I don't like a lot. You know, most of these businesses that are being destroyed, you see African Americans out there going, "Listen," and also you look back through history, and you see that peaceful protests, sit-ins, all of these things have been used to make change. This approach right now has never worked. You know, now you may have a, an overthrow of a government, somebody take control in in some small country somewhere, but see what this does it was the point Bubba was trying to make. It's taking something we all agree on. We we all agreed that that Mark Chauvin needed to, uh, Derek Chauvin needed to be dealt with. We all agreed with that. That what we were seeing was pure evil, and we can't live in a world like that. And now all these other people have tried to coattail on there. So I'm with you. Let's get back to human life, and we'll work our way out. But if you're in these cities where you're afraid what's going to happen to you today, they can't. How are they going to move on to the topic if they're worried that today that this, that Antifa is going to burn their place down? I mean, we got we have to deal with Antifa. We don't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, so I would just challenge all of us, and you can. There's enough commentary and discussion about about between African Americans of different points of view, and we'll just stay out of it, and we'll listen to that discussion, and we'll and we'll make decisions accordingly. But I, I promise you, the the concept. Now, what we can't do 
is say if I'm African American and I don't buy into the narrative, then I cease to be black. Now we can't do that. Well, you know, and and I hear some of the people who don't necessarily buy into some of this saying, well, now we've been deemed that we're not really African American, and and we can't live in that world. I mean, that's that's just not true. You can have a different point of view that that doesn't change your ethnicity no. just because you have a different point of view. But unless we're willing to have those kind of conversations, we're never going to solve it anyway. It's just it's just going to be. If I can, if I can be louder than you, and I can That's threaten, to, if right I can now. threaten to cancel you or ruin your life, then then you'll just, you know, not sincerely, you'll just go tell me whatever I want to hear, just so I'll go away. Yeah. That what, ain't gonna solve anything. What words do I need to repeat so you'll leave? That me. ain't gonna solve anything. And there's a lot of that going on. It's embarrassing. Yeah, but I understand the fear, but it's embarrassing uh, because you know what? I think that may be worse. Well, is you anybody know, buying it? Yeah, you I mean, know, yeah. Okay, you're clear. Move him off the list. He said the words. He's good. Yeah, I would even say, doesn't it feel exactly like we're trying to wipe out that, hey, I'm a white person. If I'll just tell you what I already tell you, will you please go away? Yeah. yeah. Is that? I mean. I ain't solving doesn't that, doesn't that sound like the, the same problem? Wait, it doesn't. It doesn't solve the problem. No. It, and, it and look, and there's people all over the spectrum, too, yeah. some that don't want to have the problem solved. No, no. And we, got, we can't pay attention to these people. Either. Right. No. And, uh, I think there's a lot of us in the middle that really want to get this done, yeah. and want to make a change. You want to listen, want to hear what 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 we're missing. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, but and those of us that do want to make the change, we're going to have to get in here and kind of let the others not not run this. I know. Uh, and all of us who really do want to see change and want to want to talk and want to have conversations, and we're going to have conversations where everything's on the table now. Yeah, I'm not going to have. I don't go to. I don't go to a problem solving conversation where I've been told what I can and can't talk about. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to have a comprehensive conversation from the foundation out on the state of our society right now. And if you don't want to have that conversation, then we're just not going to have it. It doesn't look like they want to have that conversation. I don't know. There's a some, lot of people. There's some who do. And, and the ones who do, we need to have that conversation. Uh, and then, you know, the others, you know, we'll find a wacky world story and talk about that. Uh, so we'll come back. We'll look at some phone calls, any stories that we might have missed. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. 10 minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866 We Be Big is the number. As we make the way back. So, Bubba, we have an update, too, on people fighting for their rights all across the country with COVID-19. As, uh, you know, we are living in a time as the government, uh, a lot of people believe, has been overreaching. Of course, always to be sure to protect us. That's always the reason they overreach. But there's been an ongoing battle between barbers and governors and all this kind of stuff. And you said there's an update. Well, you know, in Michigan, I don't know if you've seen the, yeah. the, the guy Carl... Mankey, I think it's his name, Mm -hmm. M-A-N-K-E, the 77-year-old barber that opened up, went against the Michigan law. Right. Uh, He had been, uh, you know, uh, he'd been cited. He had his business license taken away, and this thing had been working its way through the courts. Um, The Michigan Court of Appeals, he lost his initial court. The Michigan Court of Appeals upheld that his license suspension was valid. Right. And it went all the way to the Michigan Supreme Court, and the Michigan Supreme Court overturned all the court's decisions 7-0. How about this that? This is liberals and conservatives right, on right. there. Yeah. Uh, the conservatives, I think, held a 4-3 lead there. 
but all seven voted that uh, they could not do that to this guy. So I, that's a that's a major win, I would think. Yeah. So um, so yeah, that that and we need more of that. You know, there were people all along saying, and you know, some of the things that's happened with the churches too. Of course, that John Roberts ruling, but. I mean, there was the government had no power until John Roberts gave it to them to shut down churches. You know that that was a, that was a bizarre because I like to say, I'm not a constitutional lawyer, but uh, I ha- I can read most of the time on eighth grade level. Yes, and uh, you know I read the First Amendment. There's pretty clear on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and he said, oh yeah, they can. So I don't know about that one. <laughs> so uh, to the phones we go. <laughs> To Gary in Orange Beach. Gary, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, morning, guys. Hey. Hey, man. I heard you all talking about Shelby Steele and brought to mind uh, the 1776 Project. It's run by a group of uh, African-American academics and politicians and authors and ex-judges and stuff, and they 180 degrees repeat the 1619 Project by the New York Times. Got it. Yeah, you know... all right, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I think it's all African Americans speaking about how great it is to live in America. Well, I actually, Shelby Steele said something and, and that I'd never heard before, and it's just my own ignorance. And he said that African American communities and African Americans were doing better on their own. Once, once you dealt with, you know, we had the Emancipation Proclamation, then we had the Civil Rights uh, uh, legislation, which, by the way, Democrats were against. Uh, and you know that uh, that that freed up African Americans, took away the Jim Crow laws, all of this. And he said the African American communities were thriving. And he mm-hmm. said because you know what, anytime people are given maximum freedom to maximize their God given ability, they usually do pretty well. And he said he said when it all went south is when President Johnson came in and then tied us to the government as our nanny to take care of us. All he said some of these things that looked really good on paper have actually been detrimental detrimental to the african-american community that there were thriving african-american communities until all of this the government's here to help uh and you know just hey free us up and don't hold us back and give us give us maximum freedom and and you know what every human being seems to do very well it's when the government comes in and says no 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 we'll we're the ones that take care of you and then suddenly it, it became and these are the quotes of Shelby Steele and some of the others that I was listening to over the weekend on more of the conservative side. And he said, then it becomes a, a, a political party because, you know, there's some people say, well, what happened was the Democrats used to be racist and the Republicans weren't. And then they flipped. And I heard these African-American conservatives saying, no, no, there's been no flip. Said uh, the Republican Party has always been about individual maximum liberty and the other parties just changed the way they've doing what they've always done. Now that's that's African Americans talking about that, and really it kind of goes back to what uh, what Trump said when he got elected. What have you got to lose? Try voting for the other party. I mean, what what has the Democratic Party done for you? You realize in a lot of these cities that we see these problems. Um, you look from the top of the government all the way down, and it's run by African Americans, African Americans, and and uh, and sitting in police chiefs and. Uh, sitting there as the district attorney, uh, mayors, sometimes governors. And, and, and so that's the reason why you have to take on some of this narrative and say maybe there's more problems than just than, than meet the eye. So and maybe some of them are political. Yeah, I mean, if you really you, – you've, you've got to have really some uncomfortable conversations with everybody mm. to get to the bottom of some of this mm. and not just try to 
you know, I know it's a terrible term now, but whitewash the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Jeremiah and Los Angeles. You know Angeles. what I mean. Yeah. Jeremiah, welcome to the program, so buddy. Speak. Welcome back. Hey, what up, Rick and Bubba? So I wanted to discuss those uh, statistics y'all mentioned, you know, uh, during the last segment. Uh, I just want you know, like, wanted to ask, where did y'all get those from? Because it's like, it's, it's absolutely, you know, not true. Well, it, it is, because like, I, I went and looked at it in the break. Now, look, you got to be careful because none of the, the last 10 years, um, none of the mainstream media is going to give you, here's the number. They're, you got to go to the, all the cities and add them up which I did in the break, too. And what we're talking about is if you took the last decade, there's not one year. I'm not talking about adding the whole decade together. If you, There's not one year that there have been African-American males killed on a larger number than the riots, which is about 2021 that the riots have killed. The biggest number you can find this year is 15. After the Washington Post changed their criteria, it was nine. And they report nine for the longest. And then in about two days when African-American uh, commentators started pointing to the number nine, not white people, African-Americans. And then, then suddenly in a couple of days it jumped to 15. Of course, that's still not 20. Right. And uh, so what, what uh, Larry was talking about and Shelby still is over the last decade, he's trying to say, sure, if you go back to the Jim Crow and you go back to you know, the civil rights movement, of right. course, of course you're going to find huge numbers, sadly. He's saying in the modern time, the last decade, you can't find one year that there's been more African-American males killed by white policemen than the riots have killed. And, and so that, that was the point. And the, You're the, talking about individual years, yeah. not adding all no, the not, years. Not up. adding all the years together. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said not in the last decade. The individual, yeah. But even the individual, in individual years, like in 2017, for instance, uh, cops killed uh, in total 1,129 people. 283 of them were black. So I, I, I genuinely need to, like, I, maybe they're saying, I, I, well, no, no, I don't no, think no, no, lying, but No, no, Jeremiah, again, remember specifics. White cops killing African-American men, not the police killing people yeah. or, or even black people. Because if you look, there's a, a, a large number sometimes of African-American cops who kill African-American people. And some of that well, is just, police killing people in general, though. Well, yeah, no, no. If we want to talk about that. Yeah, no, you're right. No, 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 no. You're right. Yeah. If we want to talk about no, that, now that's healthy. a. Di- no, it's not. No, it's not. It's literally saying police get away with this, and we're trying to make sure that people are being held accountable. The people that right. Are, we all agree on that, Jeremiah. Yeah, no, we 100 no, 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 percent no, no. agree with you on that. No, Jeremiah. It's about police. Jeremiah just downs the ball. No, 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 Jeremiah. I completely now you're now you're having a different conversation. We're talking about racially motivated deaths. Because I don't think a, a, an African American policeman killing an African American is racially motivated. We're, we're talking now. If you want to say the police, we've got too many bad cops that kill people unnecessarily, then we certainly are all yeah. on the same page, Abs- yeah. and we need to solve that. I was talking about the fact that there, the real narrative is that there's a racial correct uh, element to the fact that 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 racist white policemen go out and racially they're racially motivated killing African American men, and that certainly does happen. In cases, but it doesn't happen often, according to the stats. Now, if you want to get to a macro, here's the police and here's how many people they kill every year. Now, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that people want that addressed. Yeah, they really yeah, do. Certainly. Yeah, one hundred percent. See, that's where back this. I got to figure out what conversation are we having. The, well, <laughs> and it is well, you, that you is two work, different conversations. You yeah. got to work down the the, the tree. Yeah. You know, it's because a, because then that luck. then that wouldn't have anything to do with you know the this what's the word again? I can't say it. it's not symptomatic. Systemic. systemic, systemic. That's a yeah. hard word for me. Some reason that's got you. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, I can't say it. Systemic, but it's the same thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there if there is a system of race racism that we're trying to address, then African American policemen killing African American people wouldn't be in that conversation. 
And I keep being told that's the conversation we're yeah. having. This is part of the 400 years of mistreatment of African Americans, and there's racist cops who are killing African American people, and that certainly does happen. The question is, at what what rate? What right. does the data actually say? Yeah. And in this particular year, the rioters have done more damage than any white policeman. That's all we're saying. That's it. Yeah. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.